<laughs> Usually. What in the hell happened here? You want me to post it or no? Something's um, <laughs> up with YouTube. Hold on, you're live now. Okay. Because I have I have it like literally right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want me to put it to you. Yeah, 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 sure. Oh, of course, fine? yeah, okay. of course. Um, YouTube's giving me the business, but I think it should be okay. Based, Mrs. T. Okay, hold well, you know on. They canceled Aunt Jemima. What's the other guy? You're handle? live right now. That's We're fine. live right now. Hold on. Yeah, that's fine. What's your handle? So it'd be um, A R I E L L. Right there. They canceled Aunt Jemima and they canceled Mrs. Uh, what's his name? People want to say that I don't experience PMS symptoms, but I've been cramping incredibly bad all day, and at some point my pain tolerance went away, and it started hurting incredibly bad for the last two hours, so much so that it made me go and throw up three times. So yeah, uh, PMS symptoms are ruining my Disney trip. Um, ruining my disney trip wow russell brand has definitely seen better days <laughs> welcome back <laughs> beautiful and amazing human beings my name is lurkadowski here of wearechange.org and we have a jam-packed show for you here today as of course we have a lot of incredible people who are going to be here with us for the next two hours so make sure you share this url with your friends and family members as of course we are going to be doing a deep dive into the woke mind virus with a mrs t yes we're going to be talking about that we we have Lola Moore Zelensky asking Donald Trump to come to Ukraine. We're going to be talking about Israel. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things. All the latest news here on this independent media broadcast that you could actually be a part of by calling in through a video by being a member of LukeUnfiltered.com. So again, sign up to LukeUnfiltered.com. And then when you sign up, you, of course, get to log into our members area. And then when you do, you get a tutorial about how to participate in the group chat in that group chat we actually will be taking live callers where anyone could call in for the second half of this broadcast that of course is going to be on rumble.com forward slash we are change and not so family friendly as of course here on this particular platform on youtube for the first hour we do have to be careful especially with the guest that we have today who uh, is known for speaking her mind very well but uh, youtube doesn't like that at all so sorry, uh, not sorry. you better you better be sorry, sorry. Not sorry. you better be sorry <laughs> 
before we start here. So we, we've got a really fun broadcast available for everyone here. Any kind of super chat will be read as well. We also have set up mysuperchat.com, and it's a way for you to be involved in this conversation and only have a 3% service charge rather than, you know, a 30% service charge on youtube.com. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on that and all the comments, all the conversations that we are going to be having here for the next two hours with a very special guest. That special guest is Ariel. Ariel. Hi. Who are you? I am a the OG YouTube lesbian. Can we say lesbian now? Or is that, a hate, is that hate speech? We're, we're, we're canceled. We're done. The show's <laughs> over. Can't believe Ariel. You can't even to... say anything these yes. days. You can't even say lesbian. I, I think the politically correct term is carpet uh, munch. Carpet muncher. Yes. So, yes. so I think that's <laughs> yes. what the YouTube people, right? Clint, I mean, they're both yeah. safe they words. Prefer that. Yes, yes, yes. So, Ariel, thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, it's, gonna be, it's going to be a really fun conversation because the things that you get into... We definitely can't talk about it on YouTube. Joining us for this uh, episode is also Clint Russell of the Liberty Lockdown Podcast. Clint, how are you? I'm good, Luke. Uh, I am the OG straight of YouTube, if you will. Uh, I will actually be guest hosting for Alex Jones on Infowars this Tuesday. Uh, with you said two other words. They're going to get us bad now. Oh, I can't you say can't that? say that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm fine. I mean, oh. we're we're like we're like done. We're like canceled already. Already? Okay. No. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, then on on a show that. I can't say. You, so. you could intimidate the voice of. You could say, I'm going to be on... This, They're turning the fucking frogs, guys. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we're, we're so getting canceled. This, it's already <laughs> over. We're like three minutes in. How did this happen? Uh, Clint, you could say, I'm going to be on a talk show that talks about frogs choosing to intermingle with fellow male frogs in a, 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 a very... Um, Copious FBI loving way. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's a safe. Uh, yes, I'll be doing that with Professor Peter, Peter St. Ange. It'll be a really fun episode. I hope you guys will check that out. But uh, let's get in the show. Steph, what's up? Hi, everyone. My name is Steph. You can find me at Steph. We are change. Excited to get to know you and have this conversation. Let's go. So the, the first video that I have lined up is a lady that I personally deemed Mrs. T because she literally has the the the, the Mr. T kind of uh, fro mohawk and everything. Frohawk is that it, is it a, a frohawk or mohawk? Yeah, fro like a, 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 a frohawk, and yeah. she kind of uh, when when being interviewed randomly on the streets just kind of went after this larger kind of socialism indoctrination or, or this kind of woke theory that a lot of people like to prophesize that the uh, BlackRock and and Goldman Sachs likes to of course push on everyone that that Disney and Hollywood love to of course uh, shove down everyone's eyeballs and uh, her video recently went viral and I think it's worth talking about so we're just going to play this video without any kind of commentary beforehand because uh, it's it's definitely eye-opening to say the least. I'm serious what's going on in America because they are indoctrinating students they're indoctrinating students to go against their parents and this is Marxism this is socialism I'm very familiar with it and I want everybody to educate themselves they have taken positions in government they have taken positions in schools to bring about their ideology, and it's very radical. It's extreme radicalism. I'll give you an example, because I'm black. One way they can spread this, this indoctrination is they'll say, well, that's anti-black, or you're being racist, but I know what Marxism is. I know what socialism is, and they will hide it under a guise. Well, we're gonna teach first graders about sex, and we're going to do this because this is about equal rights. 
but it's not it's not about equal rights. Socialist Marxism, they'll see it's right here on these universities and it's in they started in the private schools and now they're they're going to the charter schools and they're going to the public schools and they're teaching like in socialist countries to be spies so we spy on each other. Don't tell your parents. Trust the teachers. Don't trust your parents. Your parents have to take Lady T definitely spoke a lot of truth to power there, as, of course, that video literally went viral, already shared with millions and millions of individuals, as um, I, I think it's fair to say everything she said was uh, pretty much right on the money. What do you guys think? Yeah. As the gays would say, we love to see it. <laughs> we love to see it. Because we love seeing somebody that's empowered, that's a minority, that's usually entrapped with wokeness, that has broken free of that, or hopefully was never a part of that. And and that goes viral for it. We love that. Yeah, I I mean, I think it just kind of shows that. Uh, shout out to James Lindsay, who's been who's been doing a lot of great work in in educating people about this. I'm not saying that's where she got it, but it just seems as if more and more people. I like when I saw that video, I was like, just don't judge a book by its cover. That's like that was my takeaway because you would have never expected that from her, but. She laid it out perfectly. I think that's exactly what we've seen, the long march through the institutions of the, you know, kind of Marxist revolutionaries. Because if you would have met her on the street, you would have been like, oh, this this, this person's woke. This person's crazy. Probably. This person, this person yeah. probably is going to be side-eyeing me or trying to get me canceled or, or trying to do all these horrible things. But she doesn't have the two main the two main factors, right? The two main giveaways. The nose ring. She doesn't have a nose ring. She's got big earrings like me. she got the hoop earrings. she got the big hoop earrings. That's a New Yorker thing or just a black people or a Puerto Rican Italian thing. And she doesn't have colored hair. She has a cool hairstyle, but it's not colored. Hotap Jesus had a very interesting commentary to this saying, quote, socialism hides between the guise of equal rights. Black people are its cloak. Uh, cloak. Uh, spread the word. And I think he definitely made a lot of sense there. But when mm -hmm. she was talking, I, I automatically started to think of Yuri Bezmanov, of, the, of course, the KGB defector that was interviewed, interviewed by G. Edward Griffin many, many decades ago, I think 60 years ago now. I think this was in the 1970s. So 60 years ago, he talked about fifth generational warfare and how uh, essentially a lot of the Marxists, a lot of the larger individuals who love top-down control would infiltrate ma major uh, institutions of power and then propagate their larger ideas. And I think when you look at, you know, the establishment, when you look at the entertainment industry, when you look at the education industry, it, it, it's all essentially pushing this kind of ideology that I think a lot of people are saying, I'm, I'm sick of this. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to listen to this. This is already coming to a point where I'm just, uh, just sick of hearing from it personally myself. Yeah. It's weird that it took all the way until there started to be sexualization of children for people to go like, hey, this is kind of messed up. Like, <laughs> like you didn't figure that out a couple of years before they started telling your kids that stuff. That's what that's what frustrates me is like for those that have been kind of uh, awakened <laughs> as opposed to woke a few years ago. It's just frustrating that it's taking so long, but I'm glad to see the progress. Yeah, I was, I was going to say I was going to add to that and say most movements, <clears throat> people start realizing when there's problem, when there's a problem, when they come for the women and the children. Right. And the woke have come for both of those things. Yep. Remember the, the viral video that went viral? Uh, what was it, like a year ago? We're coming for your kids, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah, gay yeah. men's chorus. I'm like, I know it was obviously a joke. Right. That song slapped, if I'm being honest. It was, it was good, but like, no. Of course, Clint, <laughs> you, know I mean? like, you would really like that but song. Like, no. Of course but like, you no. But like, yeah, but no. Yeah, yeah. But that just made us look even worse. Because people, they, they obviously did it as a joke. 
And they did it as, as, a, as like, haha, you think we're like this, so we're going to push it in your face that we're like this, even though we're not. Because a, right. a lot of us, most of us are not, right? It's just yeah. this very small fraction of the community. Do you look at it as a community? Not anymore. Yeah, I was going to say. Not anymore. I just say it to, for people to understand what I'm talking about. Right, right, But it, right. There, is, there was really never a community. It's like none of us even have, gays and lesbians don't even get along most of the time. Well, that, Like I don't hang out, I, I hang out with like two gay friends. Yeah, Aren't they like the same one, thing though? Aren't they all we gay? Have the, we, you guys we are have, all we gay. Have, we have like nothing, but, but it's not even the same sex. Like we have nothing in common. At least with like straight guys, they can talk about girls. Yeah. Gay guys, you, they can you, talk about You and I have girls. more common than you yes. do with a gay dude. L- literally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Steph, did you have something to say? You looked like you were about mm-hmm. to say something. No? No, no. Okay, no words. <laughs> but 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 the damage that has been done, because there's it's not just the chorus, the choir that was thinking about, you know, your kids or, or our kids. We've seen a lot of this with a lot of teachers, a lot of kind of propagandists, a lot of influencers, and even at major rallies, people chanting and screaming, hey. Uh, and, and politicians as well saying, hey, these are not your kids. These are our kids. Joe Biden made a very similar statement. Okay. And with the way that, that children have been raised now, especially being indoctrinated to a lot of this craziness and a lot of this nonsense, especially with so many of them being over-sexualized, so many of them just being uh, thrown online where they have a lot of debaucherous kind of um, social media activity, where they have a lot of adult content that kind of warps their mind. Is there any going back to trying to help civilization? Because I think the biggest victim, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, Ariel, uh, of this woke mind virus is essentially a larger depopulation agenda that de-incentivizes individuals from having healthy, cohesive relationships including families a hundred percent i might go off a topic a little bit here no 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 go but, right ahead yeah, yeah. but I, I was just talking to my friend uh at brunch about this we were talking about how because the communities are no longer communities and they've become very much political identities people have lost track and i'm not a religious person right but people have lost track of things that really matter in their life like mm-hmm. a deeper purpose right so they found this new purpose of wokeness, right? And it's become their religion. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in with every single thing that they do, you are you are outcast. Excommunicated. You're excommunicated, which yep. is which is again a religious term, right? Back in the like 1500s, what they used to do. I don't know, probably some countries they still do it. Oh, for sure. Like I, you know, Iran, whatever. But it's it's definitely ruining the world but it's it's ruining the essence of what a community really is yeah well i was actually thinking about this just yesterday i was thinking about how like when i was a kid or even into my 20s um there would there would still be some sort of influence from like the younger generation in the music scene and i don't know if it's just because i'm getting old and maybe i'm just disconnected but it does seem as if there's less and less uh like pop culture phenomenons that also reach up into the older generations because you know like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys like they they became a a big thing that like I remember my parents would listen to it sometimes and it's like now it just seems as if we're all we're all partitioned off into our own little subsector of pop culture we all watch our own shows there's just really nothing that binds us we all have our own religions we all have our own uh you know sexualities we're even making up new categories just to differentiate ourselves further it just seems as if there's very little. We don't even agree on free speech or the right to protest. Like there's so little that binds us together at this point. I just don't know like how you maintain a nation in light of that. At least we have the latest events in the Middle East that have brought so many oh, people yes. together <laughs> and have finally sown peace in the region and, and and caused so much harmony, especially in our political discourse. So at least we have that, right, yeah, guys? Man. 
Good topic change. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're, oh, not, we're gonna, not there yet. We're, we're not. not we're, we're not going to uh, uh, jump y- oh, okay. uh, there yet. Uh, as of course, there's also uh, another lady who I think is the exact opposite of anti woke Mrs. T, and this is uh, a, a lady that is chastising someone because they were born in the wrong kind of skin. Um, let's play this video too because I think this video is worth listening to when it comes tears. to explaining I'm the on... larger divide and conquer agenda out there. It's a little bit. It's a little bit long, but we'll play only about a minute of it. Moved by white tears. Most of us are moved by white tears because we don't actually think they're real. It's a performance. It's a switch that you turn on because you know that we have been socialized to see you as more human and of more value. So whatever it is you think and whatever it is you feel, we are supposed to respond to it. Y'all don't respond to black women crying the same way. Nobody does. Nobody does. The minute a white woman cries, the world has to stop. Oh my God, what's wrong with you, baby? Black women cry, we could be rolling around on the ground screaming. And you are moved because you've been socialized not to see us as human beings. Fuck. Our tears don't matter to you, but a white woman, and y'all know that shit. That's why I'm not here for the fragility. You know that. Hey, lady, you're going to get us demonetized. What are you doing? And and the, the, the kind of righteousness, the, the kind of self-entitledness, you could just see by the way that she's speaking that she loves to sniff her own farts. It's clear. <laughs> it's very it's very apparent. And just the, the aura of of just uh, self-righteousness, it's, it, you, you could smell it. You, you could just see it on this on this video. The video, of course, continues where you have two of these... Uh, Probably white women on a lot of anti-depressant uh, drugs, kind of <laughs> nodding along in this stare, in this and, stupor. And feeling, and feeling like so inferior. That's yes. what bothers me more than anything. It's not even the fact that that lady, the black lady, was, was saying this nonsense. It's the fact that the white ladies are like, yes, queen. Yeah, like, t- tell us how horrible we are. Right. Tell us that we're terrible. Like, not everybody is a terrible person. Like, you and I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Every type of skin tone, every type of nationality, every type of, of size. Like, we went to school with all these different types of people. Not everywhere in the world is like how this p- person is picturing it in her head. Which is s- actually really sad. Like, to me, I went, my first way. response to watching this, I was like, wow, it's really sad that this woman actually views the world and perceives the world in that sort of way because i definitely wouldn't resonate with that kind of even the white women i'm like what's up with you guys too i I feel like but it's this victimhood mentality like you don't care about me you i i i do this and you don't react but if they do it you do like like that kind of reality that kind of perception i i I think is also something that has been put into a lot of people's minds to to not only create a victimhood mentality but to create a mentality that of course is self-sabotaging because if you see everyone against you if you see everyone hating you because of the way that you were born, including those white women and that black woman, you automatically are putting yourself in a, a recticular you're activation saying, syndrome. See, I was right. Exactly. I was right. Look, everybody yeah. hates me. Well, everybody hates you because of the way you're acting now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not and, because and, of your skin and, color. And to clarify, because of your mouth. To clarify, when I see a woman crying, it doesn't matter her skin tone. Right. I don't care. I don't care if a woman's crying because. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that's, how, that's how Clint's dates usually end. <laughs> He's used to it. That's how I know I had a good date. Um, all right. No, look, she's she's really uh, just drank deep of the victimhood mentality. And ultimately, what's what's odd about it is because she has this worldview that she's surrounded by hate. But because of that, she is filled with hate. 
And I think that that's, that's what disturbs me most is that people that imbibe deep of this woke mind virus, they end up being, being very hateful people. And that doesn't bring us closer together. There's no healing to be found if you hate everyone and you assume that because I'm white, I don't care that you're crying because you're black. It's an absurdity. Yeah, yeah. You, you get hated on, so you respond with hate. And, and again, most of these people don't even get hated on in the beginning, which, right. which they need to realize. Uh, you had something to say, Steph? No, I said it. I said, lost lost it. No, no, no. I heard, we cut I heard her a off noise. and she lost it. I, she yeah, lost yeah, yeah, it. I it's cut okay. You off, but it's okay. We, <laughs> people want to hear more from, uh, from uh, you, Steph. Do uh, they? But, uh, I'm busy on the buttons over here. Talk, but, talk but, it out, girl. But no, when you, when you, look, at, when you look at this video, when you look at this, this kind of stare from these like, white women who are just kind of sitting there awkwardly and like looking down and nodding in approval, you could just see either it's sadomasochism or, or they just love to be intellectually like dominated and destroyed and just to feel absolutely pathetic because that's that's essentially what what they're they're being okay with and for, for in my opinion let's just be real here for them not even to speak out against this nonsense is racist in itself how, how, how can you go on and be like yes yes queen totally right it, it, and and then if you dare to even counter a lot of this self-victimization a lot of this nonsense a lot of this hyperbolic dribble a lot of this sensationalistic nonsense you're called the racist but in reality you're trying to be like hey you know you're actually in charge of your life your your thoughts matter more than you think and if you're going in life thinking you're the perpetual victim all the time you're, you're going to be attracting that exactly yep. And energetically, you're bringing that more and more into your life yep. by denying yourself opportunities, by denying yourself connections, by denying yourself a, a life that is worth living because it's a life filled with hate. And that's that's I think the main product of this woke mind virus is this is this divide and conquer. It's this hatred. It's this identity of ma, I suck. I'm bad. When in reality, I, th I think that's deliberately put in a lot of people's head to self-sabotage them and to destroy them. And if you look at, if you were really a racist, if you really hated people, you would teach them that predominantly and they would destroy themselves and you would be happy that they did. Yeah. Well, but the opposite is true. When it comes to our discourse, you call a lot of this bull crap, bull crap out. You're the racist. You want to put yeah. them in their place so they can grow as people. And that's, yeah. that, that's treating somebody as an actual human being that you see of wor being worthy of right. of importance yeah well because they have a voice or in new york you used to bust each other's balls you bust each other's balls you know you respect somebody 100%. You, you know you, you're actually getting along with somebody because they're not bulk uh, uh, ishing you they're not <laughs> lying to you they're not right. trying to pretend like there's some snobby blue armpit haired flip-flop wearing starbucks drinking san francisco californian yuppie who <laughs> of course is going Jesus. to go out of his way to pretend like they're somebody that they're not so i think south park their larger representation of people from california sniff, sniffing their own farts I, I recently watched that video so that's why, that's why uh, I'm, I'm on this uh fart thought, sniffing. This, yeah this thought <laughs> loop they had a great episode where everyone in i think it was either colorado or in california uh was just sniffing each other's farts um to oh, the yeah. point where the world ended they okay. also did a great episode on hollywood and disney essentially changing every character to a black lesbian, which I thought was also really ingenious and absolutely incredible. Accurate. I don't know if you guys saw that one. I, I didn't, but it sounds like something Disney would do. You need to watch that South Park episode. It is absolutely brilliant. I've seen absolutely the, hilarious. I've seen the old one that's the fart sniffing. I think everyone's driving a Prius. or a, Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> amazing, amazing episodes. But I, I just want to emphasize that, like, if you actually perceive all black people to be victims, 
you're actually a racist. <laughs> like, like yeah, literally, you're, you're definitely a racist at that point. I'm not going to say you're as bad of a racist as someone that perceives them to be lesser because of their skin color, and and like you actually hate them in that way. That I would say that's a worse version of racism, but it's racist nonetheless. That I think the only way that like. It's, it's bizarre that I have to argue in favor of Martin Luther King's version of the future that I want to see in the world where we try and get past our skin skin uh, deep differences. It's it's an absurdity that we're still we're still doing this. Like we were making so much good progress and now we're just reverting back to like everyone's a victim and everyone's an oppressor based off of their skin color. It's it sucks. It's ridiculous. It's 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 and it's an attitude that, of course, I, I think was mainly propagated after Occupy Wall Street, where the corporate media colluded together and said, no, we're going to talk about race all the time. We're going to talk about how bad white people are all the time. We're going to talk about a, a larger narrative that, that essentially has destroyed race relations and has destroyed a kind of cohesive neighborhood that, that there used to be some kind of semblance of. It used to be, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm American. Hey, uh, you know, we're all living here in this community. But now I, I, I think it's fair to say the more that we have this kind of pushed in our discourse, the more we see each other as, as, as people who are different. And, and some people say, yeah, that's, that's exactly what we should be doing. Some people argue that's not what we should be doing. But I, I think the main crime that has been committed here is that you can't even laugh about these things. We can't even laugh about our differences. And when we used to, we used to be able to get along more. And now they're attacking comedians. They're attacking, they're attacking satire. They're attacking any kind of voice out there who dares to even poke fun at, at, at someone else or, or themselves. And that is now a cancelable effect, which I think failed, especially when it comes to the latest actions with what happened with Dave Chappelle, who, of course, was not able to be canceled after, of course, his latest actions. Uh, Steph, what are you doing? Steph, the camera works. It's fine. Yes, it works. Steph's trying to change out no, the no, batteries. No, no, it did make a noise. Yeah, it made no, a you're, noise. you're fine. I was getting cues. No, like, you're okay. not getting cues. It made a noise. Yeah, it did. Something fine. happened over there. Okay. No, it, no. it does that all the time. Oh, okay. Yes. okay. It's focusing more on y'all. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I mean, I just really don't, I just cannot stand this perspective on life. I, I really do feel like it's taking us backwards, which is ironic once again, because it's led by the progressives as they regress us. Um, it's very frustrating. I, you know, you may disagree with this. I'd love to hear what you think, actually. But it does seem, as he was describing it, like when when men bond, we we it's called taking the piss out of each other. Like we we base on each other. We talk smack. Like that's just how you kind of like get to know somebody. Is that a thing in in like with women? Fe yeah, female dynamics, or is it more respectful? Depends on what kind of friends you have. True. For my, you're my from friends, New York, so this yeah, isn't going to... My friends I and I, no matter what your sex, like, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, mess yeah. with each other. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I, find, I find women are a little bit more... Again, this is a generalized statement, but a little bit more superficial. A little bit more like, oh, you're gorgeous. You're 10, honey. Don't worry. Right. You know, if he doesn't... Yeah, if he doesn't, yeah. If he doesn't, you know, if he's not okay with you at your worst, he doesn't deserve you at your best. And I'm like, shut up. Like, that doesn't... <laughs> that doesn't and, and, I, and I think that kind of gaslighting, that kind of fakeness, uh, perpetrates a, a, a lot of people to be not genuine, to be not good people. And and that's just kind of my perspective on how I see it. It's not always the case because you have different people from different backgrounds and different perspectives. Some people will just let you know exactly how they feel about you, and I love those people. This is why I particularly love the French. There's two types of people, in my opinion, the people who love the British and people who love the French. I can't... I. I don't like the British, not just because of their teeth, not just because of their their <laughs> so their, their pompousness, 
Not just because they always have their nose up and their pinky up. Not just because of their fakeness, but they always keep telling you, you know, yeah, you know, come over to tea. We'll get some tea. They don't want to grab tea with you. They don't care about you. They just tell you this to be nice. The French people will tell you off. They'll ha ha ha, and they'll they'll they'll, they'll freaking they'll, they'll let you know they hate you right away. And I'm like, I like those people a lot more because that's I know what they're coming from. That's the difference between a person from LA and from New York City. Exactly. You ever hear yes, this? Yeah. You ever hear this saying like people are people from LA are nice but not kind. People from New York are kind but not nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Very if somebody, option, somebody, yeah. if you get your car breaks down on a freeway in LA, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Okay, gotta go. Bye. <laughs> uh, New York, what the hell's the matter with you? You didn't, don't you have a flat tire? Watch you where you're stu- going, what are you, you dumbass. Stu- <laughs> what are you, dumbass? <laughs> what are you, stupid? I, I got I, you, don't worry. I got you. I got, the, <laughs> I got you. I got the best of That's both worlds. I got the best of both worlds because I was born in San Diego, but I was raised by a New Yorker. So I was like, all, all of my yeah, friends yeah. actually, like, if they didn't know me well, like when they first met me, they thought I was from New York because I was the only person that would actually talk like a New Yorker. I would, yeah, yeah. I would take the piss out of all my friends, and they're yep. like, "They're like, what is this? What like what? We're supposed to that just go surf I and love smoke you. weed, dude? Like, what it are you doing?" I love you. I was like, "No, no, no, no! I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see who can like handle the storm, and then I'll know that we're homies for life. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. You gotta, you gotta yes. talk smack. Yeah, hey, this is why every time I Ariel. see Luke, I arrive yeah. to the studio. He goes, "Look at you. You're getting fatter. You're just you're so fat today." And I'm like, "He's a New Yorker. I'm like, this yep. is love. This yep. is love. Hey, look at these fake New Yorkers." Right, Ariel? <laughs> what, him? Yes. Yeah, he's fake New Yorker. Uh, exactly. yeah, I can take anything pretty much at this point. And, and you I've, have to when you get to this, this point in your career. Especially if you're on social media. Because yeah. if you're on social media, you're going to deal with some of the most craziest, some of the most insane people. And uh, Do you want to you laugh at what happened? Go ahead. Today or yesterday? Somebody, because I'm Italian. Like, I have a little mustache. You know what I mean? Like, I got like, like, like waxing. Like, whatever. Or like bleach it, you know what I'm saying? But me too, uh, sister. Don't worry like, about like, it. No, mine's not, I'm still know. growing by now. Yeah, you're still growing yours now. But you know, I gotta fix it. But so somebody, somebody didn't like what I had to say about some kind of issue yesterday, and they were some kind of a, you know woke person, and they were like, "You need to wax your lip, Ariel." Blah 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 blah. And somebody's like, "Well, so it was a T R A N S person," and somebody was like, "We need to wax that dick off." <laughs> <laughs> Somebody like responded for me, and I was like, "My audience has got my back." <laughs> Love it. At this point, a very, very, very good save, save heroes. Of course, we are still on YouTube, and we are going to be going going over to Rumble in just a few minutes from now. And that conversation definitely is going to be a little bit more spicier Explicit. than it is. And yeah. uh, and we're gonna see full aerial. We're gonna no oh holding back. I am holding back like ninety yes. percent yeah. right and, now. And, and you have, you have to. no idea. And, my and, head's getting red. Yes, and, uh, it's it's. And there's other comments that are going to be made right now about uh, something. I'm not even going to go there. We have some super chats that we're going to address right now. One is by Common Sense, who said, Bardell do curva. I know what the last one uh, means. I don't know what the first one means, but thank you for that super chat, Common Sense. We got another one from Brian D, who says, I'm somewhat of a lesbian myself. Yes, Brian D. I, Preach, I bet brother. you are. And uh, I see you, Brian. I think uh, you know that's that's something that uh, a lot of people have in, in common with. Let me see if we have anything on uh, uh, mysuperchats.com, but no specific questions as of yet. There's also Rumble rants. I want to make sure that we have everything here lined up as I want to move over to the next story, and that's talking about the latest crazy events in Ukraine. Anything else you guys want to say about what we just talked about? Um, I, I do have one question to you guys as I'm going to check all the super chats and all the comments. Um, 
And that is specifically, is there any walking back this woke mind virus that essentially has destroyed yes. the children, the children's ability to have family members that has that has uncovered so many young people to uh, very adult explicit content that some people say is rotting their mind and destroying their brain. Is there any way to put this woke mind, mind virus back and go back towards families, communities, traditionalism? Is, is that even a path worth taking? I have a lot to say on this, but I'd love to hear your thoughts first. I, I, th I think, yes, the answer is yes, because I have hope, and I'm always going to have hope. But I think we need more and more and more voices speaking out like Mrs. T. Mm -hmm. That's the T. That's right, the only way that's going to happen, honestly. We need the people that they keep saying are the minority oppressed people to speak out, unfortunately. Like, that's how it has to be. Because if it's just a bunch of white people, they're not going to listen. Yeah. Jordan Peterson isn't going to be able to. Like, no, unfortunately, it. and he's brilliant, but like, yeah. well, nobody's I, listening to him Cl right now. Cl Clint's going to go in blackface now, right? I would love to. It's actually <laughs> right? like, it's like like my life dream is just to be able to do that all the time. But you know, for some reason, it's considered racist. It's ridiculous. I just I love black people. What am I supposed to do? I want to dress up like Kobe. Um, all right, so I think there's there's a lot of ways that we can unwind this, and and fortunately, because the left eats their own. It's, it's already happening. You're seeing more and more defectors from the left, the, the progressive worldview, um, because like I'm, I'm friends with Kim Iverson. There's a bunch of people on the left that I think have already seen the light on this and, and mm -hmm. understand that it's taking them in a very regressive uh, in a way. And they don't want that. And, and I don't want that either. You know, it is I'm, I'm a libertarian. I'm not on the conservative right or anything like that. But I, I still think that. Um, you know, family values are extraordinarily important. And I think more and more people are starting to homeschool, more and more people are starting to run for, uh, you know, school boards and things like that. They're trying to make sure that the curriculum, if you're unfortunate enough to put your child into public school, at least be involved enough to make sure that they're not having their brains broken. I think that's like, it's going to require not just that, but also getting your kid to put down the, the tablet and the cell phone and start to, you know, actually look after your child and rear your child as opposed to expecting technology to do it for you. It just it just requires a lot more self responsibility. And that's why I am more black billed because a lot of people don't have a lot of personal responsibility, True. and their children are being indoctrinated not just in schools but through cell phones, through TVs, through commercials, through advertisements, through movies. Almost every aspect of kind of social social culture is pushing this kind of woke indoctrination, pushing a lot of these ideas that you have to be different, you have to. Uh, change yourself and your uh, reproductive organs in order to be okay in order to to get by and you have to of course not be a, a straight white male in order to speak and i think you know th that's where i would just disagree saying hey we need everyone to speak up and i think the more of us that do uh the better chance we have but as far as the children coming up today holy cow they are dealing with a lot of very significant mental health problems that are only going to get worse when you look at the the levels of anxiety the levels of self harm the levels of of individuals who have issues through of course um some people say it's related directly to the gut some people say it's only mental that number is going up dramatically i think it's only going to go up from here not just because of the poisoning in our environment but the poisoning in our culture that is is destroying and not prioritizing um you know family life communities and individuals being there for each other as communities and and not seeing each other as different so i, I think we're in a world of pain i I think the future is not bright. Well, I agree with you uh, in the short term. I, I think that more and more families and young couples are starting to really focus on. I mean, if you look at the the homeschooling 
uh, figures, they have skyrocketed over the mm-hmm. past three years. Like people are really waking up to this. Yes, a lot of that had to do with COVID, but a lot of that also has to do with people just realizing like the curriculum is horrific. Their kids are coming home. They're having suicidal ideation. They're they're depressed. They're anxious. Like it's another you, word you can't say on YouTube. I think I can. Self harm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Apologies, YouTube lords. Uh, Bow down now to the YouTube <laughs> lords. I, I apologize, YouTube lord. Uh, but I, I, I think that yes, for some, it's gonna. It's like there's a bifurcation in our civilization where there's going to be more and more people that are taking more and more personal responsibility for their lives, and I think that their children and their offspring uh, and their their progeny from there on will be kind of like the the victors of the next. Generation. generation and then yeah. those that are just relying on public school yeah you're gonna have a really messed up kid that probably doesn't reproduce and your bloodline ends and that's something that was really interesting to me as i was pondering this whole idea of what's going on right now in the public school and the education system overall you know as a woman and potentially a mother in the future i'm like what am i gonna do if i ever have kids like how am i ever gonna make this happen at this point in life you know thinking about the the system that we currently have it's not it's not like I don't feel like I have any incentives to do that at this point, knowing that there's such like a huge mountain I have to climb of of deprogramming any kid that I would that I would potentially have in the future. And and I'm thinking like homeschooling, like what you were saying, Clint. I was also thinking, OK, um, how can we uh, like what are the solutions here? I feel like that would be a really interesting conversation is just to put that you know into perspective for everyone. Um, I, I think the interesting part of all of this is that most people aren't going to change or, or recognize that they have to change until they hit rock bottom. And that's in every situation in life. Yeah, actually, that was, that was something I was also feeling, too, where it's like, you know, right now with all of these issues that are coming to head, I feel like it's a time for the consciousness of where we are to actually like change and grow and look to, for new ways to change the system. So I feel like in some ways, although like all this turmoil, seemingly turmoil in the, in the state of the world, state of affairs right now seems kind of scary. If you look at it the other way, you don't have to be in fear about it. You can actually say like, wow, this is waking people up. This is to- an opportunity. It's a, it's a big opportunity exactly. for people. And we're like pe- the four people in this room, honestly, are a big part of the conversation. And I don't mean that in an egotistical way. I mm-hmm. mean that in a way like, damn, like we have the opportunity and yes. the potential to be like life altering a life of the beginning of a life altering change for a lot of people that are watching this I or that, that can come time. across. Right. And the good thing is those people, it's a, it's, it's a snowball effect, right? Those people that are going to be watching, you know, like I started talking about LGBT culture issues years ago and now, you know, Mar- Marcus, the, the offensive T word, uh, I can't say the T word, but the offensive T word, <laughs> You know, he's he's on YouTube making amazing content now. Little by little, these people are finding us and they're going to be the change. Yeah, I've 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 received a a ton of I've only been doing Liberty Lockdown for three years. I've received countless DMs from people that are like, you inspired me to start a business. You inspired me to you know get married, uh, even though I'm not married. (laughs) But still just talking about these things. I think But the uh, fact that you're grounded in your ideas is what it is, what what draws you to people. It's not the fact that you're married or not married. You know who you are. Right. Yeah. And And, you're you're strong minded and and you have a you have a very firm, sensible personality. And that's going to draw people into you because they're looking for stability yeah, honestly they're looking people, for sanity. They, they, stability and sanity like <laughs> yeah. that but it's it's i mean i agree with luke because it's so the world is so messed up that they're coming to you know youtubers and rumblers to to get uh life advice i like i understand his perspective but 
as a as an entrepreneurial uh, you know person as a as a business person, I look at this as a competitive advantage for my kids. When I have kids, they are going to crush everybody because I'm not going to allow them to go to public school. I'm going to homeschool them. I'm going to teach them about real economics and actually put them <laughs> like. Who's going to be able to compete with these kids? These these kids that get raised by an iPad or someone who actually has an attentive you know two parent household? It's not even going to be close. So. That's that's how I, I spin it positively, but I do understand the pessimism too. I'm, I'm worried about the chemical castration, which we have to talk about on Rumble, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit. Uh, as of course, I, I specifically want to ask you if, if Alex Jones is right or if Nature um, is right. But I, I do I do want to get into the larger conversation of a lot of the chemical warfare that's being waged on particularly women yeah. and affecting a, a, a children. But we're going to save that for the conversation on rumble in just about 20 minutes but i want to talk about a, a new kind of topic that we didn't get into yet and that is another person who is a perpetual victim and that of course is Vladimir Zelensky. that nbc news is reporting the u.s and the european union is pushing to quietly do a peace deal between ukraine and russia has of course this news is not a surprise to anyone who has been paying attention not a surprise for the people who of course been telling you from the very beginning there's not a big likelihood that ukraine could could win this war and i i did a full video about this on uh, my main youtube channel uh youtube.com forward slash we are change where you are probably watching where i kind of talked about the larger writings on the wall and how essentially a whole generation of Ukrainians have been sacrificed for absolutely no reason at all other than to represent some kind of failed neoconservative policy. But today, Volodymyr Zelensky also came out and invited the former president of the United States to actually go to Ukraine himself in order to help negotiate this peace deal. Here's the, here's the video from Volodymyr himself. Former President Trump said that about 24 hours that he can manage it and finish the war. For me, uh, what can I say? So he's very welcome, first of all. President Biden was here and he, I think he understood some details which you can understand only being here. So I invite President Trump, if he can come here, I will need 24 minutes Yes, 24 minutes, not more. Yes, not more, 24 minutes to explain President Trump that he can't manage this war. He can't bring peace because of the Putin. If, but always we have if. If he's not trying and if he's not ready to give our territory uh, for this terrible man for, 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 for the Putin, if. So, yeah, with, with those comments and especially the NBC News article that was quoting two anonymous government officials, um, I, I, I think it's fair to say that the Ukrainians definitely aren't in the best position, to, to say the least now. Well, I have a lot to say about this because I've spent the past year plus debating this conflict uh, as a non-interventionist libertarian. I've debated Destiny on this. I've debated Vosh on this. I've debated countless other people on this. Uh, I just, I just want to know: Will any of these people actually look in the mirror after they advocated for this conflict? They said, "Ah, oh, you can't allow Russia to take land through, uh, you know, invasion. You can't. 
that goes against the neoliberal world order. We can't allow it. Well, how many hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians are dead because of that, that perspective? When the Russians had offered a peace treaty both prior and one month into the war, and you guys said you laughed it off, couldn't possibly consider it. Now you have hundreds of thousands of young Ukrainian men, largely, that have passed away in an untimely and gruesome fashion for fuck all. Excuse me, I'll stop cussing. But it's just, it's very, it's very, very frustrating that that once again the non-interventionist libertarian perspective is is put out there, it's laughed off, and then a year and a half later it's proven to be accurate. It makes me sick. Ron Paul's been doing this for 40 years. I've been doing it for five. When will you people listen to us and stop fighting these uh, these endless wars. It's, it's heartbreaking. No, it's absolutely uh, frustrating because, again, everyone saw this happening. There was absolutely no way with the amount of resources, the, the history in the region, the mobilization that has happened, and, and now the Russians are preparing for their own kind of offensive. As the corporate media just a couple of weeks ago was talking about the great successes of the spring offensive that has garnered them very little territory in the south and of course Russia has taken a little bit more territory in the northwest of that country as well as now there is a massive troop movement from the Russians on the Ukrainian border uh, particularly around Bakhmut that are going to be of course expanding their efforts in that region and probably taken more and more U Ukrainian land. And uh, what this happened, it, it does look like essentially Russia has built out their land bridge from, uh, of course, the Donbass region all the way down to, of course, uh, Odessa, where the conflict still there is, is waging. But of course, this whole conflict pretty much is surrounding Crimea. So the Sevastopol naval base is essentially what this entire war is is predominantly about in in major uh, circumstances. Of course, it's not completely the reason, but strategically for Russia, this is one of the main reasons that they have set up this kind of position that they are in right now. Where probably, let's be honest here, let's talk about what probably is going to be happening here. Ukraine is probably going to have to concede a lot of land. They could have conceded a lot less land. They could have conceded almost very little to no land if they agreed on the original peace deal that was actually negotiated during the beginning of this conflict. But the United States, Boris Johnson, the Western world, the U.S. government got involved and said, you know what, you're not having any peace here. You're not going to have any kind of negotiations here. You're not even going to be able to come to the same table as Vladimir Putin. And now that situation absolutely reversed. And it's horrible and it's tragic. And so many people lost their lives when they didn't need to. They didn't need to lose their lives, and, and there's these, these horrible videos of just people getting conscripted, people getting stolen away from their families, people showing up at the hospitals. There's a video today of a man who was supposed to get some kind of medical procedure, and uh, military recruiters came in and said, nope, you're going to the front lines, whether you like it or not, and literally took him away screaming. Um, and, and, and seeing those videos and seeing those lives sacrificed, you kind of got to ask yourself, this is, this is all done by a government for, for what? Why is the government doing this? Well, and mind you, too, that the eastern portion of Ukraine, the majority of the people there speak Russian, or at least a huge percentage of them do. They, they've had referendums that said that they wanted to be a part of Russia. Um, Antony Blinken was actually the person who conveyed the message to Boris Johnson to blow up that peace negotiation in the early days of the war. And now he has the audacity to go around talking about how we must stand with Israel as they destroy Palestine. 
I don't want these people to have any say over our geopolitical dynamics any longer. They have they have cost hundreds of thousands of innocent lives time and time again, year after year, decade after decade, and yet they still have the nerve to sit up the sit up there and lecture to to us as if they have some sort of moral authority. They are scum of the earth. They ge genuinely evil people, and I don't say that often because I'm not even religious. But these are evil mfers, and I'll tell more about it on Rumble when I can speak freely. <laughs> yeah, th th there's a meme that um, is being shared around today, showing specifically uh, three people in a pool, a mother representing the United States, holding oh, up Israel, <laughs> having fun, and a Ukrainian child, uh, of course, just sinking. And then down below is the U.S. citizen that, of course, is just a bunch of bones in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> and uh, I, I think that's that's definitely a fair representation of what's happening here. <laughs> And uh, a lot of the Ukrainians, I, again, lost a, a huge amount of their citizens. And uh, Cernovich has a very interesting tweet saying, with Ukrainians' finest men eliminated, the child traffickers begin to move in. As, of course, Oof. Ukraine is a place filled with a lot of corrupted bureaucrats, corrupted politicians. This is where they were even doing more gain-of-function research when it came to weaponizing viruses. And uh, holy frickin' cow, you got to kind of ask yourself, it wasn't just the Americans that were participating in this. They were using the Ukrainian politicians, the Ukrainian bureaucrats, who, of course, were siphoning off a lot of the aid money, a lot of the munitions, a lot of the support, a lot of the U.S. taxpaying dollars that were going to Ukraine were going through these politicians that were pocketing a lot of it. And I think this is why they allowed themselves to essentially sacrifice their entire country for their own personal benefit. And when you look at recorded human history, corrupted politicians always do this. They always sell out their own people. And if, if I'm Ukrainian, I would be absolutely pissed off today seeing this news with the United States saying now, hey, um, we have another conflict here potentially with Iran. Uh, you, you guys hurry up and end yours. That to me is essentially what's happening well, and, here. And what's so brutal about it is like, as, as Luke already said, it was primarily about the uh, Sevastopol naval port. It was Crimea. Russia had a 50-year lease on Crimea. It was torn up after the coup, the Maidan uh, rebellion in 2014. It was torn up the next month, and that's that's what laid the groundwork for this conflict to happen. That rebellion almost certainly doesn't happen or do, is not as successful if it's not for Antony Blinken and the scumbags in our State Department that allowed this to all happen. So it was provoked, it was avoidable, and ultimately it's a catastrophe, and it is at the feet of the Biden administration first and foremost as he was the vice president. He was doing all sorts of shady business deals over there uh and it, it has led us to a absolute crisis uh for the for the people of ukraine and and also a lot of a lot of you know russian soldiers that i'm sure didn't want to be involved in this died too it's just uh it's just tragic that were also conscripted that were yeah. also taken away from their loved ones from their family members and put on the front line and essentially you know the, the russians don't have the best record starting wars but when they get uh mobilized when they start to of course use all of their natural resources, when they start to pull all their resources that they have together, um, they usually get going and it's very hard to stop them. And, and I, I don't see any reason geopolitically why Russia right now will say, hey, we're in an advantageous situation. Why should we stop here? That, that's yeah. my concern, too. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I think that Putin always wanted the, the Donbass region or uh, you know, or, or thereabouts to be an autonomous region because he wants a buffer to NATO. 
This has been their critique. This has been their issue all along is that they didn't want NATO to encircle them. I know a lot of a lot of the pro-war people have tried to downplay that. It was called the reddest of red lines. That's what they said in the State Department leaked cables from WikiLeaks to Condoleezza Rice. I think they were telling the truth. It was the reddest of red lines. And they pushed them and they pushed them. So my opinion is he doesn't want all of Ukraine because then that puts the border of Poland, which is also NATO territory, once again on his new border. I think he wants there to be an autonomous region in between, a buffer zone, and hopefully that means that the the death and destruction will stop here. We'll see. Well, Elon Musk, um, a, a couple of weeks ago, kind of posted his own kind of suggestion towards a, a four-part peace plan. And, of course, he was heavily criticized for doing so. But it looks like this plan is probably going to be going forward. It looks like they will probably be doing what Elon Musk proposed. Um, what was that? On, on last year. Sorry, it wasn't a, a few months ago. This was October 3rd, 2022. Elon Musk talked about the Ukraine-Russian peace, about what could be done to end this conflict. And essentially, after going after his four points, said specifically on October 3rd, quote, this is highly likely to be the outcome in the end, just the question of how many die before then. And uh, a go. lot of people have died. A lot of people have lost their lives. A lot of people are just being thrown into the mix along with mercenaries. People don't, people don't even understand. There's so many other countries involved in this conflict already, and the likelihood of any kind of peace deal, especially now with Russia investing so much into it, especially with their war machine uh, activated now, especially with them mobilizing more and more troops on the Ukrainian border, there's uh, the likelihood of peace probably is not likely as the Russians are now going to be the ones probably saying, no, we're not going to be sitting at the table anymore. We wanted to sit at the table. We wanted peace deals. We wanted negotiations. Those are the exact words of Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia. But now strategically, why should they? Yeah, they, they have all the all the chips on their side of the table. They get to, I mean, they're basically the big fish at the table. They get to uh, negotiate from a, a position of strength. And, and, and this is so infuriating times. because like, you saw the writing on the wall. There's so many more Russians compared to Ukrainians. How could Ukraine ever win this war when they have so little people? They're already using Colombians. They're using Filipinos. They're using mercenaries from all over the world coming in there fighting. Now some of those mercenaries, by the way, going to Israel. Um, some of them are in Gaza right now fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's documented cases of mercenaries that were hired. Also, like very right-wing individuals fighting on the side of Israel. We're living in a very complex, confusing <laughs> world, to, to say the least. And uh, it's just mind-boggling to see, you know, a, a country that the country that I was born in that, that neighbors it be put in such a horrible situation because on, on one hand, you have perpetual conflict that probably won't be ending, ending anytime soon. And then if it does, you have BlackRock, you have Goldman Sachs already with the contracts to, quote, rebuild. And if Vladimir Zelensky saying that he's going to replace the local population with immigration. Yeah. So so it's a lose-lose for, for everyone there because a lot of the rich uh, families in Ukraine, a lot of the bureaucrats, a lot of the politicians' families, their sons and daughters don't have to fight. Right. It's usually the poor people who have been screwed over in Russia and in Ukraine who are fighting the larger battles over governments who, of course, just want to tax and take away everything from the local well, populations. And, and to demonstrate how desperate Zelensky is, he's he's reaching out to a guy who's not the president of the United States going, yeah, if you can if you can settle this, that sounds good to me. He knows that his time like his clock is ticking very loudly. And not in terms of like reproduction, you know, he's in a lot of trouble here. And 
And it's it's sad because, you know, I, I kind of have sympathy for him in, in a weird way because he listened to the West. He listened to the Tony Blinkens and the uh, the Boris Johnsons of the world when they said, look, you can't win this war as long as NATO has your back fully and we're going to arm you to the end of the earth. There's no way you lose. Well, they lied to him. They lied to him and he bought it. So I don't have a ton of sympathy because he, he's an idiot and he got duped. But at the same time, like, yeah, he was he was sold a bad bill of goods. As soon as as soon as Hamas ta- attacked Israel, the funding was withdrawn from from Zelensky. And it was going to it was going to be withdrawn regardless. But it just expedited that process. And now this guy is just hanging on for for dear life. Yeah, Mike Cernovich had a very interesting comment, uh, essentially saying that it was Zelensky who had his life kind of threatened, who was in a situation where he knew he better follow the orders of of the Western world, yep. of the United States, of the CIA, of the State Department, or else they would have ousted him yep. uh, and uh, sacrificed him and his loved ones. Yeah, well, and and he was also being threatened on the other end from the Azov Battalion. Uh, Zelensky's a Jewish man being threatened by the Azov Battalion, his his like elite special forces uh, battalion. So he's <laughs> his life is tough, you know. I'll, I'll say that. But at the same time, can I have that much sympathy as you go around collecting Academy Awards and all this nonsense? Like he's 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 such a clown, <laughs> but he's also being threatened by a lot of people. So yeah. I don't know where I fall. Now, on. And now, Ariel, I know you don't talk about a lot about uh, the latest geopolitical news, but but what's kind of your your reaction to this? Just looking from the outside side in when it comes to the financing, the bankrolling of this conflict that uh, is is leaving Ukraine in a very bad situation. I, I, I like I said, like you said for me, I don't, I don't yeah. comment on, I don't want to comment on things that I'm not knowledgeable on. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to pretend I'm you know, knowledgeable, but I will say... I think you're say, the only person I've ever met who doesn't comment on things that they're not knowledgeable really? on. Really? <laughs> Very few I, people I do that. Very few. Everyone's I like, I, I'm an expert here. I know. No, I'm not, I if, I'm not, if I'm not, I'm not. No, no I'm not going to... I don't want to get more filth into the world. Uh, I will say that none of this happened when Trump was president. Hmm. I'll just say that. And it doesn't mean I'm a complete Trump supporter. It, it just says that when you have... When you have weak representation, SHIT hits the fan. Yeah. And it's a shame that, and this is, and I, you know, I'll say this too, because this has nothing to do with the conflict necessarily, but in response to it, a lot of my, I'll say a lot, meaning like five, but that's, to me, that's a lot. Five of my, of my uh, friends that I kind of lost touch with over the years because they stayed on the far left or whatever, who are, are Jewish or who are, Russian, Ukrainian, whatever, uh, a lot of them have, have switched sides because they, a lot of Russians don't want this to happen. They don't yeah. want to see people go to war. And so I, I've been getting uh, interesting DMs the last few weeks, I will say that. I, that I will, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah situa- I've been getting inter- interesting DMs. The situation in the Middle East definitely has made the situation a little bit more complex as even hardcore right-wing mercenaries are now f- who were fighting on the side of Ukraine are now fighting inside of Israel as as Vladimir Putin is making very strong statements in support of Palestine in a country that's becoming more and more uh, Muslim. So we're going to talk about the Middle East. We're going to talk about um, the, the frogs. We're going to talk about atrazine. We're going to talk about what biological chemical changes are happening people. We're going to be talking about the... the, the the nutcrackers, n- not not the Christmas ones. <laughs> All I got some very I got some very pointed questions for uh, Ariel when it comes to going and moving on to Rumble that I I want to talk about. She has a, also uh, a, a lot of experience talking about yeah uh, yeah the nutcracker. <laughs> 
Uh, again, we're on YouTube. We're still on YouTube. I don't even know what you're talking about. But I know. I know. I don't know, but I know. You know what I mean? The kind of, you know, the... I got you. I got you. I got you. Not the fun scissors. The bad scissors. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We will be fun scissoring over on Rumble. Tune in. Yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to talk... What's happening Just over stop. here? We're going to be talking about that on, on Rumble. I, I do appreciate that you got this, that you put a scissoring joke in there. For yeah, me. I, I had to. Appreciate I, had to. I, couldn't, I couldn't stop it. Uh, Ian Crossland <laughs> gave a super chat. Shouts out to Ian. He Ian! actually escaped the guest room. He was supposed to be here forever. We miss you, buddy. And uh, Come back to Florida. He, he gave a super chat saying, Ariel is direct and magnificent. I love I will, him. Tell him I miss him. I will give you some money to tell you that. Ian, thank Aww, you so much. He's so uh, cute. He's great. He, yeah. he called the, the, him staying here. What, what did what do you say exactly? What was that? A transformational? Oh, he experience? called it a spirit quest. A spirit, a quest, spirit quest, which makes yeah. sense. That's something he and, would say. And yeah. he didn't do half of the stuff that I recommended. He did like a half, <laughs> a half of the stuff that I recommended. Next time, Ian, okay. cold plunge, more gym, more beach, more uh, <laughs> more, more beach, working yes. out, vitamin D. Um, exactly. Um, so we're gonna get into that uh, just really quick before we transition. We're gonna be leaving literally, and 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 uh, we're gonna be talking about that too on, yeah. on Rumble before we you know scissor out of here. <laughs> Uh, and transition. Good transition. We're gonna transition uh, to Rumble. Give me uh, t- just really quick. Where, where can people find you? Because we're leaving YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Ariel A R I E L L E. YouTube uh, Liberty Lockdown and at Liberty Lockpod on X and uh, Tower Gangs the the other comedy show I do. So check out Liberty Lockdown and Tower Gang. Thank you. Yep. And then uh, make sure Steph really quick. Uh. At Steph, we are change Instagram. At Steph, we are change. So, so yeah, just go to Rumble, and we are on the front page. The first recommended video on Rumble. We don't even have to send you the link. Just go to Rumble.com front page first video. Click right here, and we have a picture of Ron Paul saying it's happening with based Mrs. T destroying <laughs> the woke mind virus here being uh, described here. So again. If you are on Facebook, if you are on YouTube, just go to rumble.com front page and uh, make sure to support other alternative platforms that actually allow free speech. We cannot thank Rumble enough. We have officially partnered with them. We are officially working with them. And I, 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 can't, I, I can't describe a better company in our current political sphere right now that is fighting for free speech. I know it might be a little bit inconvenient to get your fat fingers and to go to rumble.com <laughs> right now, uh-huh. but you need to. It is imperative. It is absolutely important that we make the transition from larger, globalistic, non-caring, woke, ESG, blue-haired, flip-flop-wearing, Starbucks-dripping, yuppie companies that want to censor us every single day that we go to rumble, rumble.com. That's it, folks. It's that easy. It's that simple. You want to tell them who we're Get having on, on Friday? Friday, we're gonna. I, I, I usually, we no. We, we should keep it on the deal. Right, uh, right, right. We, we should keep it. We got some big guests coming up. I, I have one person that we can't even be on YouTube for. So next, uh, we have we have a nice we have a nice guest Tuesday. I'm working with another guest that just uh, DM'd me right now. That is very spicy, very controversial, canceled everywhere. We probably won't be able to, to do this show on YouTube for the first hour with this guest who also had his YouTube channel taken down, by the way. It's Donald uh, Trump. No. Uh, <laughs> Trump, Trump was allowed on YouTube. But there's another guest coming on that I just DM'd me right now. 
that's in the Miami era that just had his YouTube channel taken down. We won't be able to have him on YouTube. We're going to have him on rumble.com. Again, all you have to do, rumble.com, go on there, front page. We are available there for everyone as we are streaming off here on YouTube. Go to Rumble, start an account, subscribe. You could have an account on your mobile phone. Do it right now, rumble.com. See you there as we are now. Hold on one minute because we got a 20-second delay. Hold on. I know Ariel wants to drop some some uh, some curse words. I know she wants to <laughs> I want, talk I know, about scissoring. I know she, she can't she can't she can't stop. She can't control I herself. I was so good. Yeah, you, I was so you, you good. Were, you're not bad. You were bad. What? Yes. Yes. I was good. You, mm. said, you said Alex Jones, Infowars, suicide. Jones. After you did, <laughs> <That's> suicide. <laughs> uh, what else did we say? But whatever. Fuck I said suicide ideation. I was talking about how it was bad. I just said dick. I think that was the word I said. That was like the only bad word I said. Now, but I don't think that's banned. On now YouTube. we can say fuck. You can say what the fuck you want. <laughs> Hell we're yeah. finally free. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel so good. Go ahead. Oh release. my God. I feel so much better. I feel like I'm coming. <laughs> okay, stay away from me. <laughs> I just wanted to say it because I'm on Rumble and I'm allowed to. That's the only reason I wanted to say it. Okay, okay now there's a bunch of things I, I, I automatically want to get into, and that is, of course, the frogs being gay. You're turning the freaking frogs gay. This is something that Alex Jones has said He's uh, so smart. many, many years ago, but he was specifically talking about astrazine, as there is a lot of astrazine in our public drinking water that is making frogs gay. There's also a lot of microplastics. There's also a lot of other ingredients. There's also a lot of things in our environment that some people say is actually making people gay. And this is the kind of direct question that I wanted to ask you. Are we gay because the government and the multinational corporations are conspiring to make us gay? Or is gay something that has always existed and something that, uh, of course, is a natural ph uh, phenomenon? What do you I think? I mean, historically, what we've... what we what we see in, in like, not I say textbooks, but what we've seen in art um, and what history tells us doesn't mean it's true necessarily, but there have historically been, like, gay and, and trans people for thousands of years. Yeah, like, the, the whole Greek thing is, is a real thing, right? <laughs> like, Sparta and whatever. They, but that was also the end of an empire, whereas we're also now at an I end heard of an that, empire. I heard, I've heard of that, that yeah, yeah that, uh, that idea that, when when things start when what was what is it when empires, empires start coming focus, to an end uh, empires focus on sexuality and gender and, and when de nothing debauchery, means anything debauchery and right. degeneracy when their empires are yeah and I think they that's had, very they had interesting some called vomitoriums in Rome where the people would just go and eat and drink and until they up. threw up for what just because they were so debaucherous like they that's like what they would do it's just fucking crazy they just to me. had so much power that they to puke up the food the, that they just ate yeah they so just they had, could they, keep partying they had a lot of wealth and they would just right. drink until they threw and eat until they would throw up and then they would go back and they would eat so it was and like drink a puke more. party yeah right. it's mean, called a vomitorium like it's, yeah yeah no i've heard uh, yeah, what the my, hell is this? but yeah, my question know. is, is it, uh, i i think yeah. i think it's a little bit of both i think i think i mean I'm a, I'm a libertarian too for the most part. I vote Republican, nice. but it's nature nurture, right? I, I do. Both. I think there's the majority of the issues and whatever in the world, I think is always a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah I think that they're, I vote. I mean, I know that I was born this way, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a chemical thing. I do think it's a chemical thing. I think that that's exactly why I was born this way. Now, how those chemicals came to be in, in my body or my mom's body or my dad's, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sure. I'm, I'm more worried about, like, I don't, I don't, even if it's a choice or if it's not a choice, to me, it doesn't matter. Cause to me, if it's two consenting adults, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Agreed. That's that's my argument. Like that's where I come from. Like the gay, the whole gay thing shouldn't even be an issue anymore. I mean, it is. That's where we're talking about it. But to me, it shouldn't. I think we're past that. Just like we should be past the abortion debate. Yeah. I no, feel I... like there's so many ways to not have an abortion. Why are we even talking about abortions? Like you can get this. There's reversible vasectomies. Like there's you can go on birth control. There's so many co- different condoms. Like you can just not have sex. <laughs> well, that that leads to an so interesting question, things. as as Lucas talked about in the past. You know, birth control is not without some deleterious consequences for the women that take it for year, year and years and years and years. Um, and, and also for the general public, as, of course, a lot of it is peed out into the, the public uh, drinking water supply uh, and, and it can't be filtered out, essentially having a larger kind of hormonal effect on the general public as well. <laughs> and cool. the I mean, that, that's, that's and easy the to tell, though. If you if you look at kids like I, I'm obviously I'll say this word, but I'm not a pedophile, obviously. Not obviously, but obviously. <laughs> like, you can't obviously not be something, but I promise you I'm not. Obviously. But when I, when I go out in public, these little 16-year-old girls are looking like they're 27. Hmm. And that does, like, when I find out they're that, they're that young, I'm like, obviously. Yeah. And, and males are being but born with smaller penises and smaller, smaller gooches and lesser testosterone levels but, but as kids, well every single kids, year. Kids, when we were growing up, looked nothing yeah. Like, like I'm five one and I, I was short now. I'm short, but short then, right? I never kind of grew after I was 15. Kids are five, five, 10 when they're 12 years old now. So something is clearly in the water or in the food or whatever the types of chemicals in, we're ingesting into our body is changing us. Like everybody knows that, that that's true. Like you gotta be an idiot to not physically see that these, these kids are having their periods yeah. at younger ages. Yeah. Right. Very, now, very now, is that, They're is, having is, sex at younger ages. Is that the thing leading to gender dysphoria or is it something because no. we keep talking about it in the culture? Because some people would argue we're being chemically blasted to the way where people are confused about their bodies and their hormones. <laughs> and therefore they're more likely to become trans now because of the biological war that's waged against them other people are saying it's because of all the propaganda out there with the school teachers with the esg score with with all the indoctrination saying you got to be trans in order to be uh promoted and and have a successful life which one of those two do you think is i would is say true? it's also a nature versus nurture thing 100 percent. i think trans people have always existed there there was uh, an egyptian i did a video years ago about an egyptian king that was really a queen but she wanted to be treated like a king mm-hmm. and like that she even went by he him pronouns a little pronouns but but like these are real things that actually did happen in history sure. yeah <clears throat> i mean if you go to the museum of sex it talks about homosexuality and animals and how that's been going around forever besides the frog gay thing the, the dolphins gay frogs thing. the dolphins, dolphins fuck each like other in their blowhole they just like yeah. fuck everybody they're some know? horny motherfuckers yeah, they're some nasty rape people nasty. it's like crazy yeah. they're my people gorillas <laughs> like rape frogs did you know that this was a thing no Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Joe Rogan. No, 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 no. I think I know what you're talking about. Joe Rogan was playing a clip of a, of a, mon- no, of a monkey using a frog as a flashlight. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I found this yeah. out in real time, what, like what in the real, real world. Time. What a I, rough I way was, to end your life. <laughs> I, I, it's, a, it's so funny. It's so fucked up. I was in, I, I love traveling. So I was in D.C. maybe eight years ago, and I went to the Smithsonian, the zoo, one of the zoos there. Like, they're all free, all those Smithsonian museums. You can go and whatever. And... I noticed that this one gorilla was by himself and I was like, oh, well, he's probably by himself because he fight with the, he'll fight with the other gorillas. But then I noticed like he's not with anybody else, like not even like a lizard, like nothing. Not that he's going to eat the lizard, but I was like, why is it? And, and the guy came over to me, this really old, this really old black guy, like that's been working there for like 50 years, you could tell, right? And he's like, oh, just over everything. And he's like, yeah, the, you know, man, you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, we can't even have frogs in there because they rape the frogs. <laughs> 
And I was like, like, this is a true story. And I was like, what is this like old, like, do you, like, is he real? Like the Mr. Miyagi of like this zoo. Like he just was, been, he's been there forever. He know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was like, I was like, no way. I looked out of my phone. I'm like, oh my God, gorillas really do rape frogs. Yes. We, we named this gorilla Jeffrey Epstein because this motherfucker won't stop raping and they every use frog. It, they, they, and the, the, obviously the frogs die. They use them as like, they, they fuck their mouths. They're and like, they just put things choked <laughs> yes. to death. But like, that's so crazy. But anyway, it's like, it's obviously a nature thing as well. Oh it's my the god! Point of that I, whole I, I like did. I was not computing how that would be possible it's until, nature, you, until you how, said how it was related. Yeah, they use their entire body. They, they, it's it, there's crazy shit that people do, and there's crazy shit that animal do, animals do. So I, it's definitely a nature thing, but it's also a nurture thing, right. and that it's it is being shown everywhere. Like yes. it's a complete like. At first, it, it was uh, no, no, it's not okay to be gay. Now it's everybody's gay. It's like no, 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 no. calm down. <laughs> I was some people are gay. It's okay, right. but let's not talk about like sex to five year olds. That'd be you know yeah, what I mean? like, Let's not do Clint, that. Clint is like, yeah, the, the more gay dudes, Steph, you got to change the cameras. Clint is like, the more gay dudes out there, the more chances I have of getting laid. So he's happy. Clint, exactly. Clint is in hey, full support drink, of the gay agenda. Drink tap water, uh, supplement with atrazine. Uh, I, want, I want as little competition get as the possible. Pl- get the plastic in the water. Make sure you get the endocrine <laughs> disruptors. Make sure you eat all the soy. Please eat all yeah. the eat soy. All the soy. All the soy. I, was, I was always really confident that I was straight until I saw Ryan Gosling, and I was like, am I straight? I don't really Wait, know. Wait, are you? What are you? No, I'm straight. I'm oh, just, I'm that's what I thought. I was he's like, just, there's no way. He's just a beautiful man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's no way that oh, I'm he's, gay. Oh, he's so handsome. Yeah, yeah he, he is. He is. He's really good looking. And you're... And you, you don't he find says. you wouldn't have sex with them either. So you got you get what He's I'm like, saying. Yeah, I got. Uh, but yeah, look, I think I think that it's obviously true that that like trans people and gay people and bi people and all these other things have existed forever. Yeah. I think that that the exponential growth rate that we've seen is not just about acceptance. It is clearly uh you know multifactorial when it comes to the to the and reasons. And there's a number of reasons why, right? Yes. There's, there's a reason we know this for sure. We are not seeing an exponential growth in older people coming out as exactly. gay and trans. Yep. If that were the case, oh, it's more acceptable. Oh, my dad's gay. He just came out as trans. No. It's always white, young, suburban females. Hmm. Nine out of ten times. Nine out of ten times. So these girls are experiencing either body dysmorphia, anxiety, depression, OCD, uh, anorexia, just yeah. any any kind of they're body. Just, they're just fucked up generally. They're, they're, they're having mental health issues that are that are real. Of course. But are not gender dysphoria. I, and are there, being treated there, for there, There's a video on uh, YouTube that I don't think we should play that has uh, nearly 200,000 views on it. Is it a girl? Titled of- Chimp Rapes a Frog. <laughs> 13 <laughs> years ago. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. 13 I've always wanted to know. It's so weird to watch. I, I, had I, I to don't want to watch it. Years ago. I, I probably, that's the video I probably saw press, years ago. Well, press one in the chat room if you don't want us to watch it. Press you know two if you do, which we probably, <laughs> Steph's camera, which we probably want anyway. There, there's always I've always wondered because um, you know like when there's when there's less female partners there will tend to be an uptick in homosexuality mm-hmm. like if when uh, like China for instance they they had the one child policy they ended up having far more men than they did women because they had less partners there was a, an uptick in homosexuality because it's like hey I want a partner I don't have any fucking choices I'm gonna do whatever I can to get really one. yeah that's so, not real homosexuality then well yeah I to guess me, so. to me that's Somebody that maybe may. I, I, I well, I think it's like it, it could just be that someone, who, someone who's bisexual or maybe. or maybe would have been closeted but is now out because it's like well yeah. I don't have a fucking choice right because yeah, as, as as I don't care if there was the last guy on earth. 
Like, I, I yeah. still wouldn't. No. Damn. No. Even, like, even like, like bang him? No. What about, like, what about, what about, what about, be a partner, hold on, hold on, possibly, yeah. but like, oh, bang oh, oh, him, no. Dylan Mulvaney, though. What is, is that a, is that a Depends guy? how small his peepee, his peepee is now. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not it. <laughs> Not in it. Not, well, not, not a fan. It. Not well, the, it. Well, that's not a what, fan. That's what happens to a lot of these children. They, they get on hormone blockers and they have micro penises for the rest of their, their life. And, sad, yeah. you know, the, the, I think the biggest victim, you know, also another thing that I was kind of thinking about when you guys were saying a lot of gay people in the Middle East. There's not a lot of gay indoctrination there, but there's a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, boys right. that are being raped there. Um, you know, Culturally look what happens in Papua New Guinea. For fuck's sakes, there's an entire tribe that literally rapes children, and they believe that the semen from the older dudes uh, allows the young boys to become men. Really fucked up shit. So, uh, you know, on, on that point, I would absolutely uh, agree with you, but I think this is far beyond even that kind of debauchery when we have a larger indoctrination of children being told to cut off their genitalia, to, to cut off their reproductive organs, to destroy their lives and to to make them dependent on big pharma. This is an industry. This is something that we can't even talk about on fucking YouTube, which is uh, which is fucked up in a way. Because if we talk about this on YouTube, we could make an impact. We could actually help prevent the further life destruction of young children. But YouTube doesn't allow that shit. We got to go to Rumble to have these conversations to make sure that we could actually discuss these larger context in in full full fucking detail because who else is going to tell you about the fucking micro penises the larger chemical imbalances the larger ability of cancers the larger destruction of life that happens when doctors get involved make a shit ton of money by literally cutting off your fucking dick or ripping out your fucking forearm in order to make a fake dick that shit is fucking crazy you've done a lot of uh you know work in this specific realm detailing all of a this a lot of work um yeah. is it only because Lesbians are the biggest losers here. Yeah, lesbians are always the biggest the the biggest losers. Honestly, like we are. Th- you guys don't get dick at all. It sucks. Well, yeah, that too. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, no. I mean, we're always and, and people who are lesbians are going to be like like this, like in the comments. But if you're, it, we are always taken the least seriously. Like for all of history, right? Like, I'll give you a perfect example. If not you necessarily, but generally speaking, societally speaking. If you were to meet a a guy that was bisexual, would you actually think he's bisexual nope. or would you think he's gay? I would think he's gay. What about a woman that's bisexual? She's straight. Gee. Interesting how women's sexual orientation and women that like women isn't taken seriously. Right? Well, it's just, it's so, just because of my, my lived experience. No, no, it is, it, it a lot. and part of it is true, yeah. but that doesn't mean that there isn't another truth also, of that lesbians are real. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, I believe lesbians yeah, are real. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I've but, known some, but, but usually what, a lot. But you see where it comes from, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You see totally. where it comes from. So lesbian sexuality is sexuality and sexual orientation is never taken as seriously. Like, there are a number of men, and I've done videos on this, where I, would, I, I, asked, I asked a bunch of guys if a girl... If they, if they had a girlfriend and a girl was to sleep with another girl, if they was cheating, and he says, well, most of them said, it's not cheating if I know, which is fair. And then I, then, but here's the interesting thing. Then I asked, well, what if that girl was, which was masculine, was the butch girl? Oh, that's cheating. That's cheating. So it's also a femininity thing and a sexism thing and not just a lesbian identity thing. Wait, wait, why would they, why would they be okay? Because they're, because (laughs) they're not threatened by femininity, by a woman that's feminine. They're threatened by a woman that's masculine because they consider that person to be more male. But like, but it's still it's still her getting to have enjoyment from another woman. Why can't I join in? Like that would well, be. That, my but that but that's not cheating. I mean, it's not nothing is cheating unless you consider it cheating. I guess. Cheating is defined to me. You're a libertarian, so you probably agree. 
cheating is defined based on the relationship the Parameters. people that you're in. Right, that yeah, you're in. Right? That's true. Yeah, some people want relationships with just people cheating on each other. Some people get whatever. off of that. Yeah, they're well. open or but, whatever. Swingers, but, who cares? But biologically, I, I wanted to bring up the fact that more and more women are becoming more and more uh, manly. <clears throat> Not just when it comes to their kind of roles in society or at work, but also biologically, their testosterone levels are, are going up. And in and males... Men's, men's testosterone levels are going down. down and I made and a video about that as well. And their estrogen levels are, are, are going up. Yes. yes. So, so so this is creating a, a weird kind of situation where now we have all these kind of manly women and all these kind of soy boys. It seems like there's like a reversal out there. Um, and, and, and a lot of people are saying this is absolutely horrible. This is absolutely really this bad for society. Do you agree with that kind of sentiment? Yes and no. I think that I think that to go against your body's natural hormone production is probably not a good thing. But it's not a necessarily a bad thing that some gay like that some men are a little bit more feminine, that some women are a little bit more masculine. Like that's not a bad thing, but the hormone levels and the actual like chemical imbalances and that kind of thing and chemical changes, that what's that's what bothers me, not the societal aspect to it. Well, th this is actually the point I was trying to make with the Chinese culture with the one child policy, as you saw a slight uptick in homosexuality. Well, what I'm what I was trying to ask you was, do you think that maybe what we're seeing here is that kind of the, the feminization of the male, uh, you know, half of society is making women take on more masculine traits because their partner is such a bitch. <laughs> I think one probably can feed the other. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's I think it's definitely possible. I think that there's always because we see this in gay relationships all the time. There's always going to be somebody like yes, there's someone two has men, the pants, and right? yes, there's two women. Yes, like obviously, but. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody that takes, even if it changes day by day, there's always going to be somebody that's a little bit more masculine, a little bit more dominant, right. and a little bit more submissive, a little bit more feminine. And that can change, just like in heterosexual relationships. But you need a you need a leader in relationship. Yeah. You need even even if even in family dynamics, it's similar, right? It's the like father or the mother the is the leader of the pack, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. animalistic thing, and, and but, I don't think that's going to change. Well, the, the reason the reason I think we're we're seeing, uh, you know, on the na on the uh, nurture side, why we're seeing such a huge uptick in these like these kind of anomalistic changes in, in our either masculinity or our femininity amongst our young people is exactly because the men are no longer taking on that leadership role. It's forcing a, a rebalancing of civilization mm -hmm. like broadly. And well, it's they're denied, they're denied leadership roles as of course you're white and you're, and you're a guy. You're like, no, True. you cannot have this opportunity. Right, right. You cannot be a leader here. You can't even speak here. Shut up and go in the corner and be a bitch yeah. unless you chop off your dick. And when you chop off your dick, then you'll be promoted. Then you'll be a part of the, the, the class that of course is, is prosecuted when in reality they get promoted by all the fucking multinational corporations <laughs> that fucking love the fact that they're essentially, Literally. uh, you eugenicizing themselves they're depopulating themselves and therefore then they get the promotion then they get the opportunities then they get the privileges of being in our society otherwise shut the fuck up white guy cut off your fucking dick cut off your fucking balls oh, this is then you're fucking stream. okay I know. Yeah. this is such a, this is like the opposite of what we just talked about on the other stream it's bizarre it's well, fun, right? For anybody who didn't come over from YouTube is like really missing out, honestly. Yeah, you're a basic soy 
cuck bitch if you're still on YouTube and you're not on fucking Rumble where we can have some opposite. real fucking conversations. Yes. It's it's a fucking mind fuck too because uh, the whole time I'm on YouTube I feel so fucking uh, fucking Hand tight and fucking know, handcuffed. And I'm I know, like, I know. fuck, I can't say this. Fuck, ah, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, <laughs> I know, How the I know. fuck am I going to express this idea? How the fuck am it's I going to do it? And I'm not, you have to start spelling you can, shit out like you're talking to t- like babies. Yeah, literally. Like you can't <laughs> let the dog know. But, but like, like W-A-L-K. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? A, a lot of the normies are still on there a lot of the kyles a lot of the karens we got to reach out to them you know but but strategically this is my kind of thinking as well i don't want to deviate too much but i just want to make this point really quick uh, uh, there's a lot of normies out there who are not open to this larger kind of uh, narrative that are not open to this kind of larger idea set that we have ingrained in our system and the best way to kind of uh, get them to where we are now down this rabbit hole is to give them a little bit of breadcrumbs is to watch what we say is to kind of be soft and then kind of reel them in slowly here be like come on in and then <laughs> boom they drop the, and then they want to make you fucking gay they want you to chop up your dicks they want to fucking destroy your humanity as you're a part of a eugenicist depopulation agenda that wants to fucking rob you of your fucking balls there is somebody that lives next door that's probably like at this window right now being like what the fuck is going on in that house did alex jones move in next like, door for real, like i don't even like either that or they think there's some kind of like sissy porn shit going well, like what, going what, on over here what sucks about the youtube uh, censorship apparatus is that like you know there's lots and lots of shows that are on there that are totally permissible that are allowing younger and younger kids to kind of get into this this uh dialectic where they're they're talking about um you know binary or just different different sexualities uh being on the spectrum of sexuality and all this fucking woke shit and it's like but then there's no there's no counterbalance like if you i wouldn't mind it so much if there was just the counterbalance like if if they can tell their truth well let me tell mine that that telling kids this probably isn't a great fucking idea um but that's not how it is it's totally lopsided the other direction because of that i think that it's like it's just dominating the culture because there is no pushback it's not only dominating the culture, but it's destroying Western civilization. It's destroying this country. It's destroying any kind of semblance of any normal society that we previously had before that is now being denied to us with these people who are, are just filled with self-hatred, are, are filled with anxiety, are, are, are filled with so much bullshit that has been pushed onto them from, in my opinion, a larger biological fucking war that is being committed on them with a lot of these people being unsuspecting victims of the poisoning that's happening to them, their endocrine system, their entire fucking hormonal system. Everything's out of whack. It's not and, a fucking and, coincidence. It's, 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 it's a, a fucking war. It, it, the funny thing is, not the funny thing, but... A lot of people are saying that this is this is all made up, right? Like you, this is this is a right wing talking point, a right wing but conspiracy. I have friends that are detransitioners. PragerU just came out with a detransitioner documentary. Like these are real. Th- like I have I have friends of mine that I made that are young, you know, in their twenties, that came to me and that were like they were, and they apologized to me. We became friends after. I didn't even know who they were beforehand, but they were one of the haters and blah, blah, blah. I hate right. saying that, but like they were one of the naysayers. No, it's not happening. I'm really this. I'm really that. I know how I feel. And I, and I would constantly speak out against it. Like you're not going to, you're not trans unless this, this, and this. And you probably just get a lot of them came back five years later because it's been about that much time since we started talking about all this nonsense about 2017, 2016. We started talking about gender more a on lot. YouTube, a lot more because yeah. I was one, I was one of the people that started doing it, right? So I know. It took. I said. I said it in five years. It's going to be a lot of changes. A lot of these kids came back around. A lot of them regret the surgeries. A lot of them regret going on hormones. I have a friend, Richie, uh, that 
he's in, I believe he's in the UK or Scotland or Ireland, something. And, you know, he, he has, he, he has a vagina now, a fake vagina. Like, and he, I have another friend, shapeshifter. Uh, I, I always say she, because he looks like a woman now. And back then it would have been great, but now he realized he's just a gay dude. <laughs> like, and it's, Damn. I laugh because it's so fucking wild. I feel bad for this kid and they're good kids. And it really is a shame, and I and I'm getting like heated because I get, I get, and people are always telling me like, "Oh, you're so obsessed with trans issues." No, I'm not. I'm obsessed with my community, people that are like me that need guidance, people that are actually just just homosexuals that are being told that they're not anymore, yeah. that there's something else. Could you explain how the gay dude example? Um, like how, what's the mindset for someone like that to decide, oh, I, I think I might be a, a transgender woman or I need to transition. Like what, what got them to that point? I'm just curious. It, it's probably like, fuck, I, I, I want to get a job. I got to be something. Oh, right? right. I got to fucking do I something. Think I, gotta more, fucking... I think it's more than just like, uh, looking for a promotion. I really but, am. I really am curious to see like, what is it that, from, that people uh, are going through? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think, I think it is subtle that, but I think it is more. And, and before you explain it, it's not that you're obsessed about it. They're fucking obsessed about it. They talk about it everywhere. There's no hiding from it. Yeah. Fucking Disney movies, commercials, everywhere you look, it's always, this is the trend. This is the good stuff. This is what we approve of guys otherwise you're a fucking outcast fuck off sorry yeah. go ahead no don't be sorry um i think well f according to shapeshifter and, and people like shapeshifter and, and richie and and they they had probably body dysmorphia and they did not like they, they had a lot of them have internalized homophobia as well they don't want to be gay men okay uh there's a lot of women like that also that don't want to be lesbians specifically for the reasons we mentioned before lesbians are not taken seriously mm. and and gay men are just they're not they're taken seriously but they're kind of hated more so both sides of a different coin i guess yeah. um and I, I and both of them were feminine they were they were definitely feminine like it's it's very i feel like it's very rare to see a trans, like a lesbian that's femme, think that they're trans, or a gay guy that's masculine that thinks he's trans. It's always because they're already gender non-conforming, gender right. non-conforming, and they're already, but they're already a little bit more feminine or more more masculine than, than the average male or female. And so they can, think they think, well, I might as well, if I'm gonna be coming out, I might as well go all the way, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And that that's not necessarily your path, like. And a lot of, like I said, a lot of these kids are making the wrong decisions because most of these kids are simply just homosexuals. Well, that, that's what's so weird to me is that when I was a kid, like being gay was taboo. And now we just skipped over gay being or, or being lesbian or whatever, uh, being acceptable to like everybody's now, gay. Now everybody it's an over. It's an, it's a disgustingly overcorrected mistake right. that society has made. And it's like. Right around, like I said, right around 2016, 2017, we started talking about this stuff. 2018, then the pandemic happened. Now everybody's gay. Yep. And it's like, where did that overcorrection happen? It's like people, it, it was literally like a, a switch. It's like the virality it of social like media switch. really, really lit it up, I think. But yeah, it's, I just think that the trend is so destructive. I, I have two very much younger brothers and, and they're both, you know, suffering with real mental health issues. Um, and it's like, I just, and I know that so many of their friends are too. And I, and I, you know, because I get to see that, I understand that this is a really, it's really dark. Cause like I've had, you know, obviously when I was their age, I had friends that did drugs and they maybe had anxiety or depression or something, but it was like, that was the anomaly. That's like, like that seems to be the constant or like the common, uh, you know, 
factor that binds these people is that so many of them are drug addicted and and uh, anxious and depressed and suicidal. I can say that now. Mm. Um, and I just think that that is so, it's so concerning that no one is really taught like reaching out to these people. Not no one, but so few people seem to really be showing the level of concern. These are going to be our fucking future, and these people are all suicidal and thinking that their their body parts are wrong. Like it's terrible. And, and then and when they do, why, yeah, and that's yeah. no, I was going to say, and that's why I continue to speak out again against all this nonsense. Not because trans people don't exist. Not because gay people or it's bad to be trans or it's bad to be gender nonconforming. No, but it is bad. To chemically castrate yourself and know, f not know for sure that that's the right choice Fucking for you, in. and for you to get even deeper into mental health issues because you made a mistake, like that's the problem. Well, yeah, you know, the future, calls it genocide. Yeah, no, the future of this country is literally being eugenicized. It's yep. it's literally being self-genocided. Um, did you I'll, did you see the 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 Iranian guy? I, I think it was an Iranian guy a while ago on on one one of the Twitter videos that went viral, and they were talking about how. The, that soon this is going to be an Islamic run country yes. type of thing. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. people, they were like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I think it was in the UK actually, technically, but it's going to happen here as well. And the guy said, the, the, the reporter was like, what do you mean? How is that going to happen? He's like, well, you're not having babies and we are. Mm. So it, it's, it's this weird thing that's in the back of my head. Like, this is the new generation. How are they starting to, why are they thinking this way? Isn't How that, did we get here? And that, is that good for society in the future? But isn't that like part of the, what, like what some people would say is a, is a promoted agenda. Like it's not yeah. just, you know, it's, we're getting the kids, we're getting them when they're young. It's like, when you put it together, it's like it's part of some sort of like division of families, right. division of community. It's like an agenda. That's why it doesn't look like it's accidental. And on, on top of that, you have the open borders. Like you're decreasing your domestic, you know, repopulation rate. But then you're just opening the borders wide and saying like, mm -hmm. everybody come on in. And it, and it just that 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 I just don't know how you can see that as anything other than an like a, an overt agenda. Some people are saying that there's open borders now and a migrant crisis in order to, of course, fill up the population with fighting age males as we prepare right. for a potential war with Iran and probably then a proxy of Russia and China. As, of course, uh, every, few, every yeah. few years, there's, there's always a big, every few kind of uh, hundred years, there's always a big conflict. There's always a big war. Fort so uh, for me, I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think it's an accident because... You know, we it, the writings on the wall. We can all see this. We we all see where this is going. People are literally creating fake dicks that don't work, that are absolutely freaking disgusting. They're leaving themselves scarred, or they're creating open fucking wounds inside of their fucking human bodies that have to be physically opened every single fucking day, where many times it rots, many times there's maggots, many times there's fucking mold and dirt and fucking disgusting things that are fucking idea. created in an open flesh wound that some fucking deviant likes to fucking fuck. Like, fuck. What the fuck? It's it's sick. It's disgusting. And and then the the, the, the medical industry. Rumble, that of we course love you. The, the, we love the, you. The, the medical industry. The same medical industry that just just get vaccinated. Just just you know get fucking mRNA fucking blown up with this fucking tech that we never know what the fuck's gonna really be happening with this shit. <laughs> just just do the same industry. It's it's all eugenics. It's all population control. It's all meant to destroy human life, human dignity, and any kind of innocence that we previously had before. I I don't see it any other way. I can't. Do you guys see it any other way? I, I feel like I'm not that dark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if anyone's. I don't know if everybody is like in on it, so to speak. And I, I don't mean that in, in like to disrupt your like perspective. But I don't. I don't know if I feel that way. I. I do think there is something happening that, not ever, that we're not seeing. I do think something is happening behind the scenes. 
but there's too many issues that are conflicting each other for any like a lot of that, that for me for this to make like 100 percent sense like even with the oh they're, they're bringing all these immigrants in so they can vote it's like but didn't they say they stole the vote so why wouldn't they just steal the vote again instead of bringing all these illegals like a lot of things aren't making sense to me yeah. so well, i don't know what the truth is nobody does really yeah so i, we I just think come up with these theories but well i i think that if you actually look at the 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 power brokers the people that that meet in davos every year that that talk at the world economic forum uh many of them are the leaders of the western world and what do they talk about they talk about earth being overpopulated that is like the one tie that binds all of their disparate ideologies they all believe that the world is terribly overpopulated and that climate change is going to kill us all so all of these things that we're describing happen to decrease reproduction they do i find it very hard to believe that that's all coincidental uh, yes, I, I think that there's also the desire to allow uh, third world people into the country because it then votes it, that does allow them to uh, be reelected. I personally don't think the, the election was stolen in the way some of the Trump supporters do. So I think that's why they do that. Um, but then also they need, as Luke was talking about, if we end up in a hot conflict and we don't have any fighting age male males or all of our young men are gender non-confirming and <laughs> questioning their sexuality, it's going to be real tough to take on some fucking psychotic Russian from Dagestan who's just like just fresh out of the middleweight division of the UFC with gold around his well uh, around his waist. And we're going to be like, yeah, uh, my you know, pronouns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pronouns guy is going to go take on this fucking like lethal beast from from the uh, yeah. The I Caucasus. mean, look look at the face of of the modern fucking fame. Look at this deranged fucking glazed over overly fucking SSRized <laughs> prescribed fucking degenerates. These are going to be the people that are going to be fighting the fucking super soldier Dagestanis. We're fucking done. We're lost. This country's over. There's no fucking going back. This is the modern male. This is the epitome of your fucking America. You're done. Goodbye. Good fucking night. There's no going back what, from this. Are, Sorry. Are those men or are they women? Or? Who the fuck knows? They probably don't even know. Fuck the f They probably change the genders by the hour. I'm showing the picture, uh, Ariel. Oh, uh, I can't we're see working it. on a way to, 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 have, okay. to have a screen here. Okay. We, we bought something to make it happen and it didn't work. But I'm sharing the, the, the photo specifically of the Daily Mail article you sent me that is titled... Author comes out as transgender man after his wife comes oh out as trans woman right. and pair who have a trans daughter now live in a four-way relationship with their trans lover. I'm confused. <laughs> They're and fucked. I, I They're get, fucked. I translation. Translation. <laughs> They're fucked. Fucked in the head. Fucked in the mind. Fucked in the dick. Fucking the reproductive organs. They're fucking done. They're done. They're done. There's, there's the lineage, the history, the country. It's done. There's no, there's no going back. It's done. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't help myself. But like, what no, is, what? That's good. I, I, I think, I think there's a really, 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 really bad mental illness, mental illness problem in this country. I'm speaking as one of those people, right? I have an anxiety disorder. I really do believe there are such things as anxiety disorders. Luke and I had a little bit of conversation about it before the show, but this is like a new level that we've never seen before, where people are just conflating things. And, and confusing things, you know, one mental illness for another and somebody's taking this meds and they're taking too many and then they're taking, you know, all these mushrooms and every like not that mushrooms are bad. I'm just saying, but they're, they're mixing and matching and then changing genders by the day. And there's no like there's no consistency 
in people's thoughts, in people's arguments, in people's lives. Everybody's polyamorous now. There's no like consistency in the dating world anymore. And it, it, it leaves people, and part of me wants to say, and part of me wants to be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist and say, is this leading everybody to, because there's no consistency in, in society, is it leading, leading people to want to lean on government? I don't know. Yes. But it's definitely something to be considered. But I think I think as people realize that that they're leaning more and more on government is actually not benefiting their their well being. Um, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you again. I, well, I think I think no, a lot of, right. I think right. a lot of young people because if you actually look at uh, particularly white young men because they're they're the bottom of the hierarchy in the the woke world in the yeah the critical race theory type of yeah, uh, yeah. framework. So because they have been kind of thrown to the bottom from their their uh, you know lofty heights as being the alleged. Uh, you know, top of the pyramid. Now they're at the very bottom. A lot of them are saying, well, fuck this whole system. And like, who could blame them? It's the right. same reason that you saw black liberation movements in the 1950s Blacks and oh, 60s. Because yeah. it would be like, like, uh, you know, the Black Panthers and right, shit right, like right. that. They were like, yeah, we're fucking, we're second class citizens. We're going to revolt. We're going to find mm-hmm. a way to be liberated. Well, a lot of, a lot of, you know, white young men are doing the same thing, but they're going towards the GOP. I don't think the GOP is the answer personally. As a libertarian, I think that the GOP is going to lead you astray and ultimately lead you to war for Israel. But um, regardless, I think a lot of people are turning towards the government, realizing it's a fucking dead end and starting to wake up on their own. I hope that that leads towards a, uh, a more autonomous, individualist society as opposed to this collective nonsense that we've been headed towards. I was going to say, I think people are waking up and not depending on the government as much. Little, little at a time, like Mrs. T, right? I went on a date with a girl last November and her and her mom were in the projects, like in the bad part of the Bronx projects, and they both voted for Trump both very much Republicans at the moment. Interesting. They're not for the bullshit anymore. They woke up. They're, it's not necessarily that they're like conservatives. Right. I mean, she's bisexual. She was going out with me. But like, there's difference between being conservative and being Republican. Like, I'm not a really sure. a, a real conservative. I'm a libertarian, but I vote Republican yeah. because I think they're making sense at the moment. Well, most libertarians do, by the way. They right. vote Republican because right. it's, it's it Bill of makes, Rights type of shit. Yeah, it makes the most sense at the moment too. It's like for, it's like it's like I vote for common sense at this point. Yep. Whoever's making the most. They're sense like to the me. they're like the asshole Democrats, but ten years ago. So that's <laughs> vote Republican guys. They, they yeah. We're the same pieces of shit that <laughs> fucking created the bullshit now ten years ago. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, I was in the I was in the worst part of New York City. Well, if, if you had to name the worst dangerous part of New York City, what would you consider it? Brownsville. Close. Uh, Brownsville is pretty bad. Uh, Bronx is pretty bad too. East New York. I was in East New York, so yeah. basically Brownsville, East New York. And there, w- I was driving through, and I posted this to my Twitter for people that don't believe me. And there was a sign on uh, on the pole that said, um, "The Freedom Party fucked the Democrats." Mm-hmm. In the middle of the hood, so yeah, like little well, by little, people are waking up. I think I think that, that big government is not actually helping them. I, th- I think that's why Trump was such a phenomenon. Is yes. like he was a lot the, of black people he, love Trump. A yeah, lot of people from well, from yeah, they loved him not just because he was like the the rich billionaire that like seemed that like an everyman be, that right. they that they aspired to be, but also because he was focused on domestic politics. He was focused on stop stopping spending trillions abroad and and bringing it home bringing our troops home i think a lot of people are like truly america first the problem mm-hmm. as always is, is that the GOP, dividing everybody is, yeah. well that and oh. also the gop is full of fucking shit as soon as israel was attacked they're ready to go to war and uh, so. donald trump indebted this country to the tune of trillions of dollars exactly. as well exactly. and he gave the military industrial complex what it wanted it, it he armed uh, and gave lethal weapons to Ukraine. He bombed Syria. And uh, fucking cow, 
he, he just a couple months ago, he was telling everyone to get fucking boosted with the COVID vaccine, which he thinks saved hundreds of millions of fucking lives. I'm sorry. The fuck? No, 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 no. I can't get behind that. I can't. I can't. Obviously, he's leading in the polls right now. Obviously, I, I, the signs are there. He's going to be the next president of the United States. I think it's clear. They're going to try to, they're, they're going to do everything they can to stop him. But the train, it's too fast. There's, there's too much weight. There's too much momentum on the Trump train. And I see him as the next president of the United States. I think it's first, clear. It's a random question, but I don't know history that well. Is it the first time? Will it be the first time in history that somebody was president, then wasn't, then was again? I don't believe that didn't serve consistently so. I believe years. that happened. It did happen, it did happen yeah. before. Okay, yeah. but, but not because of somebody died. I'm saying. Well, yeah, and and well, I like, think I think it, it, it has happened before, but we certainly haven't seen it where he was. He was the president. He wasn't. He was prosecuted with That's like I, well, that, fifty thousand sure, felonies. Right? That for sure. <laughs> you know, like like this is going to be very unique. To Luke's point, that the momentum is all behind him. I agree. The the issue is that. For whatever reason, even though he did give the deep state what they wanted in terms of their wars and their funding to a large extent, they still perceive him to be this existential threat unless he's like the greatest fucking con man put up I've ever seen in my life. I think he he didn't give them everything without question. And that that is uh, is enough on its own for them to say, we will put you in prison for the rest of your fucking life if you try and become president again. And I think they're going to do it. And if they do. And, the, and there's 60% of the country that wants to see him back in power, or 50% or whatever it is. Well, then civil war becomes a distinct possibility. And I hate to quote Tim Pool and say civil war, but it does seem like a real distinct possibility. If, they, if Trump is the number one candidate by a mile, and they actually put him behind bars for the rest of his life, I don't see any way we avoid hot conflict in this country. I it, really don't. Is there a beanie underneath that Fred Durst hat uh, <laughs> that you have on right now? Uh, as the poll numbers have been coming in, showing specifically that now Trump leads five out of the six most important battleground states for the upcoming 2024 presidential that's election. Um, and um, let's be honest here, his number weren't looking that good before the indictments. The indictments, the, the prosecution against them, which, again, I think is absolutely unfair. There's, it's fucking crazy that, that, that he's he facing... He gained more support, though, after all that shit. Exactly. He gained more shit. Like, exactly. you, you saw people in the streets being like... Uh, they were they, they were like Trump knows what's up. Yeah, basically. you're punishing yeah. him for paperwork mistakes. Are are you kidding me? You're you're punishing him for classified documents. Are you kidding me? People, They're going people, after him for the most ridiculous things. He's the most prosecuted and the most investigated man in recorded human history in modern day history, I think. And all they got on him was that he maybe changed the value of some of his what. This, this is ridiculous. You have presidents that literally murked and assassinated American teenagers. You have presidents that literally sold you out to big pharma, including Donald Trump. You have presidents <laughs> that literally pushed a rushed wow. experimental gene therapy that has caused a tremendous amount of negative health effects to huge amounts of people. If you're going to be going after him for anything... I, th I think there's reason to, to look into that more than, than anything else. But, of course, we don't do that. We go after all the absurd things that, are, of course, are not a part of the larger con game against you. So, yes, there is a larger battle within the system. Yes, I'm a, I am giving leeway to him in, in some ways. But at the same time, I think we need to call him out because I think we're on the Trump train. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's going to, uh, to arrive at its destination. And when he's there... 
someone like Bill Gates, someone like Dr. Fauci, someone like Peter Daszak, someone like the CIA could just be like, fuck it, COVID 2.0, let's go. And we're going to get everything we want just like we did last time. I think we need to have that bigger discussion before he becomes president of the United States or else it's game over. Operation Warp Speed 2.0, lockdowns again, uh, cheering on, of course, everyone in support of that and big government and then criticizing Thomas Macy in Sweden for not doing everything that they were supposed to and licking the boots. So, yes, I think that conversation needs to happen yeah. more than ever. If they if they try lockdown 2.0, uh, other than the fact that it'd be good for my show branding, I would lose my fucking mind. I would lose my mind if they try and lock me in my house again. I moved. I, I fled California during the first go around to Florida just to get away from it. Uh, I would probably leave the country if they go that route. I, I, I like America would be dead at that point. We're already we're already very close in terms of finances to being dead. Culturally, we're on a deep, steep decline. Uh, reproduction rates were already spiraling. It's like if they tried to lock us down again or have a, a you know world war, I, I just don't see how we could possibly recover. Yeah, I think if it's DeSantis, it's definitely going to be war. Yeah. Um, but I think if it's Trump, I think it's definitely going to be uh, COVID. Well, just another sickness. Doesn't even have to be COVID. But I think that's the larger possibility. Again, I'm kind of black building here, to say the least. <laughs> Not a lot of optimism. Should we keep talking about the gays here? Uh, a lot of gay stuff here, also with the FBI, as uh, an FBI Charlotte branch recently, quote, participated in a Pride event where they had a spokesperson telling all the attendees about the great opportunities to work at the Bureau as someone who is gay to quote protect civil rights so uh yeah guys the the fbi's gay <laughs> i've been saying it for decades <laughs> the FBI's, i mean that doesn't annoy me as much as like the drag queens that are in like the army yeah. not not because yeah. they can't be drag queens in the army but because it's just making us look like little fucking sissy bitches like but we are though. But but like but that's not, they don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I mean. Get, like they don't yeah. like we don't need to know that. Uh, look, they don't need to know that. Luke is exactly right too about all the other presidents that haven't been prosecuted given their crimes. I mean, George fucking Bush is responsible for the death of a million plus innocent people based off of faulty intelligence that was planted by the CIA and then filtered through the New York Times. Like, and that motherfucker doesn't get charged with anything. It's incredible. Not to mention Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton are both guilty of every single thing plus ten that that Donald Trump has been accused of. And yeah, is didn't now being didn't Biden also take like confidential documents? For, His for, Delaware right. home is fucking wallpapered with illegal confidential top secret documents and yeah. no one gives a fuck he's also we're risking world war three in ukraine because his son was coked out of his mind fucking hookers and making billions of dollars off of shady business deals just for his political connections our political apparatus is so fucking crooked and criminal to its core donald trump is probably the most honest amongst them and i don't even fucking like the guy that's crazy to me that like this dude who's who's by the way, had to have been doing business with the mob in New York. There's no fucking way he was a developer in New York City producing all of these uh, you know, skyscrapers without greasing some fucking palms. I know enough about New York to know that. <laughs> and yet he's the cleanest dude in a modern American politics. Do you know how bad of a sign that is? It's incredible. Yeah, incredible. I, I, I agree with that sentiment. Like, yeah, there's a lot of really bad, shady, fucked up individuals. Donald Trump's the least fucked up out of all of them. <laughs> that's, but that's not saying much. That's not saying a lot. That's, that's saying very little. He's so. like the only one I'm fairly confident wasn't banging kids. Like that, that's. Ooh, that. Yeah. He was friends with Epstein. He partied with Epstein, hung out with Epstein. But was he was on the plane he, with Epstein. He also but, so was, so, but so was RFK Jr. RFK Jr. was also on the Lolita Express in 1993. But he also, that we know of. He also had a, a really 
uh, bad sex addiction. So I personal opinion, I think RFK Jr. is being blackmailed by the Mossad, and that's why he flips so hard on the Israel topic. Uh, because if if you're running as an independent and trying to get the the Democrat vote, you don't go hard Israel in this moment. But he has been extraordinarily outspoken. Uh, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that that dude is caught up in some shit personally. Hold on, I'm going to see if we could take a caller really quick because we're close to almost ending this broadcast. Um, there's another video someone sent me here. I don't know if we should play it. It seems a little... Let, let's just play. Let's just play. Aaron, and this is my boyfriend, James. I'm a masculine-presenting woman. And I am a feminine-presenting straight man. Meryn and James met online after a chance comment from Meryn on TikTok sparked a conversation between the pair. I just was posting different pictures of myself, like dress femme, dress mask, and I had commented on this other masculine girl's TikTok who was talking about how she thought that femme men were cute. And I was like, oh my God, girl, you're talking about me, honey. And then I saw his comment under that video. That's how I got to his profile. And then I saw his videos and I was like, I'll just flirt with him just for fun. But I was also thinking in my head, like, this is just going to be a fun little thing that happens for a couple days and then it'll be over with. I never thought that it would be I a real thing. thing. What kind of eye cancer did you send me, Dave? Well, my friend Dave <laughs> sent me that. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't get it. I'm asking the members if any of the members want to call in right now. If you are a member of LukeUnfiltered.com, you actually get the opportunity and chance to actually call into the show. We had some technical difficulties as of late. My camera kind of spazzes out, but uh, we'll, we'll try it. We'll see what happens. Um, and then I just sent that message out to the Telegram group. If you are a member of LukeUnfiltered.com, join the Telegram group. And now you could say call in and I will personally reach out to you and you will be able to call in on this particular show. But um, is there any way to, to put the genie uh, back into what do you call it? The, the freaking the bottle, the bottle, can, can <laughs> the we put lamp, the, the, can, lamp? the lamp, can we put the, the genie uh, back in the lamp from all this uh, uh, crazy mental illness that I mean, is we, only growing? Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit uh, in the YouTube segment, but I actually wanted to ask you about this because, you know, I'm I'm personally in favor of uh, gay adoption. I think that like there's just the there's not enough, uh, you know, heterosexual couples to take up all of these kids that are in these fucking homes. Um, but I'm curious, do you think that there, the reason I, I even questioned it, uh, you know, decades ago was because I've always felt that having that, you know, strong male, strong female influence in a child rearing those, like those formative years is really valuable. Um, do you think that that can be, can that be matched by a same sex couple? I'm going to get shit for this, but no, I don't think so. I think at the same time, I think. I think every I think there should be as many people involved in, in, in a growing kid's life as possible of any of, of sure. masculine, feminine, male, female, whatever, friends, family. I think there should be more people and they, like there could be two two primary parents right. or one primary parent. But it, either it takes way, a village type of mentality. That's how I feel. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's worse if there's not a male and a female primary parent. Yeah, as long as like um, they have a grandfather. As long as they have other masculine yeah. or feminine. Yes, I do think that's important. Um, like maybe the, maybe the, there's two gay parents, two gay guys, and they have a sister, and the sister's very close with the kids. You know, mm -hmm. like they. I do think that women, young young women, need 
that. And I think young men need that. I do too. I do. I, but it's, but it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to specifically come directly from parents. I sure. think. No, I, I think yeah. that's true. I, I just think that like in the ideal is, is basically the, ideal, the, the way I view it. But well, none of it's ideal, but it's not, a, it's, none it's, of it's, ideal it's so to rare with. to have ideal. Like I, yeah. I'm from a broken home. <laughs> I right. had none a great stepdad and I still have my dad with me too. So it's like, I'm very fortunate in that regard, right. but even mine wasn't the idealistic mother, father, get married, stay together for 20 right. years. And you know, here right. I am. Right. Um, but, and then statistically, you have to also understand that you're more likely to have that similar kind of relationship with your future partner as well. True. So, Is that true? Yep. Yeah. And for that reason, I've been very, and probably the reason even at 40 years old, I haven't gotten married is because I'm so, I'm so cautious because I do not want to have children with someone who I end up getting divorced from because it was so devastating when it happened to me. Right. And it's like, I have to work through that though. Cause I still want to be a dad. I still want to, you know, get married and, and do all those things. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that there's a lot of like generational trauma. I know that sounds kind of woke. -ish. No, no, it's not. It's <laughs> but, a real thing. But it's People, a real they thing. just, they overuse the words yes. and it became, but right. like, but like it's, it is traumatic <clears throat> for a kid to have one of their parents just leave, whether it's through death or divorce. Um, it, it kind of leaves a scar. And I think that unfortunately it, it has, it was so commonplace amongst my generation that like we're still suffering those consequences without actually having a conversation about like why that's happening. I mean, Candace Owens talks about that a lot. She talks about it in relationship to black to the black community. I hate saying that black community, but she talks right. in, in it makes it a race relation thing. But it it's definitely cross cultural. Like, yeah, it's it, not just it, a black the, 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 problem for right, sure. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It, it happens more often in that in that right. world. But it it's a real problem to begin with. It, it is just fatherlessness. Or, or just people getting divorced and not, not even just getting divorced. I don't want to say that messy divorces. Mm -hmm. Cause I know people, fr best friends of mine that had a great upbringing that, that their parents got divorced at an early age and they were, and they, they turned out great because their parents amicably split. Right. And they didn't, it wasn't traumatic for the kid. It was kind of sad, but it wasn't like traumatic that the parents loved each other and loved the kids enough that they were able to not make it dramatic for them. Yeah. And that's how it should be. And that, and that can happen. What, what disturbs me is that it's something like 80 plus percent of violent felons came from a fatherless home. Yep. And that Candace like, talks about that a lot. And yep. like when you, when you see that there's just no getting past how fucking unbelievably detrimental it is for a young boy to not have a father there. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 I I'll change your wording. I'll change my sure, wording. Like to, no, no, not your word. But I'm gonna add to that and say it's 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 a parental male role model right. is more important than the father. Like because sometimes somebody just passes away, and that's not necessarily somebody just leaves. But in that situation, I do like with the whole gay parents thing. It's to me, it's equally as important for somebody to have a a, a, a male and a female figure in their life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the stats on fatherless homes are absolutely crazy to yeah. look at and uh, staggering. And you could kind of see it, uh, you know, predominantly, let's just be honest here, in, in the black community. You saw mm -hmm. the effects generationally, just how bad it could get. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a big correlation when it comes to deindustrialization, essentially the Rockefeller uh, globalist larger plan, taking a lot of the blue collar factory jobs from here to China, making a larger deal with them that has created this situation that has essentially screwed over this entire country. You look at David Rockefeller, he believed 
Way too many people in this world. We got to stop them. Way too much prosperity in this world. I need all of it personally for myself. And those are the exact plans that are being enacted by a lot of very powerful, very rich individuals who are just screwing and fucking you over for their own personal benefit. It looks like we might have one potential caller here, but we're getting very close to ending here. I think someone is saying yes, some of them saying no, but uh, we're just five minutes out. Anything else you guys want to say from this larger conversation that we all had here? I thought it was a very interesting one. I think we went all over the place. We talked about foreign policy. We talked about... The gays, we talked about the trans, <laughs> we talked about, you know, the, the horrible atrocities that happen in hospitals with... Ra raping frogs. Raping, raping frogs, frogs. Dicks being chopped off. We, we kind of got into all of it. Any kind of last closing thoughts here? Um, and can, where can people find you guys? Ariel? Oh, uh, YouTube.com slash Ariel, A-R-I-E-L-L-E. Any kind of last closing thoughts and ideas from uh, the conversation we just had? I would say... I had a conversation with my friend at brunch about this. Try to be the peace in the world, honestly. Try, even if it's a little stupid thing that you, you, that you think is nonsense about like, like giving somebody a, like, a smile, it will help better the world. Thank honestly, you. I really believe that. Uh, at Liberty Lock Pod on Twitter or X and Liberty Lockdown on YouTube. And I'll just end by saying, uh, don't be a fucking victim. Like if you, if you see these problems... Don't don't allow them to overwhelm you. Just be like, I'm going to not allow this trend to fuck my life up. And and I think that if more and more of us do that, we might actually be able to make a collective difference. Steph. At Steph, we are change. And I would like to chime in by saying that we should love one another. Um, what putting all this decisiveness in terms of like these people, those people, all those pronouns, everything, like we are one. We are here together and we should remember that. I feel like it's important that, you know, have some compassion for the brothers and sisters that are going through it and whatever other genders they decide to think of that they are. I, I like that because, and I'm not that I'm going to be egotistical about it, but I like that you said that because that was my mindset the very, at the very beginning when I left the left, I wasn't the one that unfollowed all the leftists. They were the ones that unfollowed me. So not that I'm saying that you're not correct. You are, but you know where I'm going with this, right? It's just, yeah. I, I feel like it's m mainly their side of things that kind of breaks the ties. I just feel so like I a wish, lot. I, of... I wish we could. I do. I wish we could all like come back together. I really do. Exactly. I feel yeah. like a lot of uh, these issues these days have to do with separation. And I think that we really need to start realizing that and saying, OK, how can we see us all as one? How can we get, come together and fight for the good fight and not right. be fighting ourselves? Well, and just. Work to, towards a collective consciousness. Yeah. On a, on a more macro scale, the, uh, the Israel-Palestine divide is two, two different sides of, uh, of people that believe that they're on the verge of being wiped off the face of the earth. And when you have two sides that feel that way, well, yeah, you're going to have some real, clash, real clashes. And I think that's kind of how the American people are being divided as well, where we view each other as enemies and it's existential. It's not existential as long as we can actually still have conversations, which is why platforms like Rumble are so important. We can still have open discussions and not censor ourselves. My response to all of that is gay. <laughs> I can't help, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't help I myself. 
Did you? You did that every time? <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. I, 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 I was just waiting the whole time. I was like, okay. I know, that was kind of gay. A little gay. It was a little gay. Yeah, a little, okay. yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. Subscribe to rumble.com forward slash we are changed. We're going to have a really amazing lineup this coming up week. Some real big names coming on this show. Ariel, this was great. Uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. It was very fascinating. I, I definitely enjoyed more of the free-flowing rumble conversation. Of course. More of those coming here on this channel. Subscribe to it. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys actively supporting us. Uh, Lukeunfiltered.com, one of the best ways to do that because you guys do that. That's why we are here. That's why I love you guys. Stay tuned for more here on rumble.com forward slash we are change.